Leadheads, welcome back to the Talking Lead Podcast. This is episode 191. I almost forgot which episode we're on. I do that a lot. 191? 191, man. So it's been triple. Has it been triple since you? Yeah, it's been over triple since you've been on last, man. Man. So you guys hear the other voice there. I'll go ahead and introduce our guest this week. Welcome back to the show, ladies and gentlemen. Argo J. So yeah, it had it was like episode fifty-seven, I think. It was no, like sixty-nine, I think, wasn't it? Was it sixty? I thought it was fifty-seven. Or fifty-nine or fifty-nine or sixty-eight. You like were that- you did a live show the other day, and I posted it like four times what episode it was for people. Now I can't even remember what it was. But Right, right, right. But if you go back, it's somewhere back in the before our 100th episode. Right. I think it was because we, we called it the magical episode. So I think it was either 69 or one before 69. So go back. It's, it's labeled Argo J, so you guys will see that. And uh, we're getting caught. We've not talked to, well, we've talked to him. We've seen you at uh, events and, and hung out, and but we've not had you on the show since then. So you've got a lot of stuff going on, man. You've got, <laughs> you've got yeah. uh, new directions that you're taking uh, your whole, you know, your whole thing, your whole gig. So yeah, we're, definitely. We're going to talk about that. Uh, a little bit later in the show, but uh, first I want to go ahead and thank our guest from last week's show. We had Big Daddy Hoffman on, and uh, you guys haven't heard that episode yet. Go back to episode 190. Well, this was during our coverage of the 2017 SHOT Show. Our good buddy Jody Balkum uh, was able to get some time with, with Big Daddy and hooked us up while we were at the Palmetto State Armory uh, booth, and uh, Big Daddy came by, spent some time with us. And uh, then we got an interview with the president of Eagle Imports, Mike Sodini. And uh, Mike uh, is a great guy. And his cousin Jennifer there, they both have some awesome projects that are going on. So go back, listen to that episode, see what's going on with those guys. And then we get caught up with Sergeant Major Lance Nutt with Sheepdog Impact Assistance and Bill Hampstead with the Federal Law Enforcement Officers Association. And uh, both of those organizations have some some awesome events coming up here toward the, uh, well, not toward the end of the year, but uh, here in the next few months that I'm going to tell you about uh, toward the end of the show. Uh, and there'll be things that you leadheads can take part in if you want to. So stand by for that. Argo. Yes, sir. So I think I told you the, the Prez is in town right now as we speak, as we're doing this show. Much to do about that. I know. I know the whole state, the whole city's probably going crazy the, over there, man. The Trumpster is in Nashville, which Nashville is the only blue dot in an otherwise red state. <laughs> <laughs> that is. That is kind of. That's. A, that's a rough one, man. Davidson County was the only county I think um, that voted for Hillary in the election. But uh, from what I hear, I mean, there's a just thousands and thousands of people down there right now trying to get in to. To listen to his rally and i was trying to keep up with it let me turn it up and see if he's on yet we're not going to oh yeah he's on anymore. here it is From now on, their new all right back into our country there will be so this is this is trump we're just going to play a little snippet here trump this is trump's uh nashville appearance here um, that's what march we have 15th for. and by the way aren't our borders getting extremely strong very strong I'm just playing some of this right now. It's live. Oh, 
All right, so this ain't a political show, so I'll just I'll turn that down. But <laughs> just to prove to you guys that Trump is, we are doing the Talking Lead show uh, while Trump is uh, doing one of his speeches there here in Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, so I, you know, I gave up my tickets to go see Trump so that I could uh, so I could be with you, Argo. Man, that is awesome, dude. I feel like uh, about that. I didn't have I, thought, I didn't have any tickets. That's almost, that's almost like prom night, isn't it? Like, yeah. Like, <laughs> I, I feel like maybe I should put out now because you, you went all out or something, man. Like, go, man. At least give me a reach around. Come on. <laughs> there you go. Wait a minute. No, I didn't. I didn't have. I didn't <laughs> have tickets to that thing. But yeah. uh, it was cool because I, you know, he came. I think his original plan was to come because it was um, Andrew Jackson's birthday. It was like his two hundred fiftieth birthday. And he did like a tour of the Hermitage, um, Andrew Jackson's uh, estate or whatever they call it. Uh, and uh, they shut it down just for his tour. Um, this is a time where there's thousands of people come to go to the Hermitage. Uh, but then Trump comes and takes all those dollars away. <laughs> shuts right. the place down for the day. Uh, one of their biggest days of the year, I guess. I'm not complaining. I, mean, I think it's cool. I mean, that's perks to being a president, right? I mean, there it is. It is. You, you know, get to shut there, shit down. There, there it is. You get to do whatever you know you feel is. You know, I wish. I wish I would have run for president. That's all I wish, man. Well, you know, you think you still have time. Uh, You're not old enough yet, are you? Am I not old enough yet? Uh, maybe not, huh? Yeah, hell, I'm well old enough, man. I'm 42 years old. Shit. Okay. So, yeah, I thought you had to be 45. Is well, how old do you have to be to pre- run for president? I can't remember. Or is it 35? I don't know. I thought it was like in the 40s. 35 is uh, way too young. I can't imagine me president. Let alone now, President of the United States. Looking it up, Google's a boss. Google that, yeah. All our listeners are going, you idiots. Right, right. And I'm a teacher. (laughs) Yeah, I was right. It's 35. You got to be 35. Damn. Okay. Well, yeah, you're ready to go, man. You're in your prime. Oh hell yeah, man! So I think with hell your yeah. your new digs that you got going on, it's a perfect platform for you to go ahead and start your campaign. And my world dominance campaign, hell yeah, like <laughs> Pinky in the fucking brain or something, man. Oh wait, oh yeah, you said okay, never mind. Yeah, I have zero filter, so you have to excuse me if you guys are are are, are swear sensitive. Oh, uh, it's so. The uh, leadheads are well aware of uh, the f bomb here, so. <laughs> so, heck yeah, man. But, uh, you know, it's kind of crazy, man. There's, there's all kind of shit going on. I'm just so tired of the political shit. Like, it's bad. You know, people were salty when Obama got in and they were talking all kind of shit about Obama and this, that, and the other. People are salty now that Trump's in. They're talking all kind of shit about Trump. I just wish everybody would shut up and accept the president for who the fuck he is. He's the president. It's over. Shut it's your Keikos and get behind your your leader. Pull up your fucking big boy pants and let's do it, man. Like... You know, stop bitching, and if you if you really have a complaint, you know, stop fucking bitching. Get some something under your under your skin, and and and, and run with it, and actually do something instead of fucking talking about it, man. Yeah, at least like have, you're doing at least have a a, a half brained idea of what to do to replace what that's, you're trying to complain. That's about. the issue, though, man. Nobody has a fucking clue. They just want to complain. They don't like it. Half of them don't even know why they don't like Donald Trump, man. Like, you know, it's it, it's so stupid. But like you said, it's not a political show, man. But Yeah, uh, but sometimes you know. we talk political, and this is something I've been kind of wanting to, to get off my chest, too, is is even before he took office, like the first day he took office, people were saying, you know, he's doing such a tor- terrible job. He's doing a horrible job. He's not doing his job. He's a failed – it's a failed presidency already. I've read an article today that it's a failed presidency already. It's not even been three months. 
Man, I was gonna say, what are we on like day sixty three or some shit or whatever it My is? God, like, I mean, it's it's these 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 I don't want to say left wing or you know label the people that are doing it, but there's this group of people out there that are just set to try to to poison and sabotage from day one his presidency. So it's it's ridiculous. They've not even given him time to to put anything in motion yet. No, man, it's 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 stupid as hell, man. And I. And it, I've seen it a lot worse during this presidency than the the past presidency. Oh, well, I mean, so far. Well, I mean, you know, I think it's about it's equally as bad, you know, because like I said, if if I speak honestly, like I wasn't a, an Obama supporter as far as you know his political policy and things like that. Yeah. You know, but for what the man accomplished, though, I do give him you know a lot of credit, and I am uh, an admirer of his for being the first black president. You know what I mean? Definitely, I can't take that away from him. No, uh, nobody can. But Right, but I mean, it's 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 definitely. Listen, man, you know, I wanted him. I wanted him to be a great president more than anybody. Right, right, you know, right. I want every one of our presidents to be great and do good and succeed. Absolutely. Because when Absolutely. they do, every everybody succeeds. And I just I don't see his presidency as a success. Right, and that's it. You know, I want to give everybody a chance to you know do their best, put their best foot forward, and all that, man. But. You know, I think there were major areas where he could have stepped up as president, which uh, and this is this honestly, this, this spiel could go for anybody who was president. You know, um, where the look, one of my one of my questions is uh, where the YouTube video is already on live. So I'm, uh, it's, it's pretty. Are funny, we live but, uh, right now? <laughs> yeah. So what all up, my live Argo fans Nation? say what's up. Say what's up to the lead to, to the to the man from talking lead himself. That's left hand there, guys. Cal Check Bunga. it out. Cal Bunga. <laughs> <laughs> Left hand but, in the uh, house. Left hand is definitely in the house, man. But uh, it, it, it's just, you know, I mean, it is what it is, man. Uh, you know, people are just well, always it is what complain people, about what It is what people change. let it to be, you know. It's what they let it be. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I admire the fact that people are speaking up for things that they don't believe in. But like you said, a lot of these people don't even know what they're protesting. They don't even know what they're, you know, they're raging against. They're just right, raging right. to rage. And for all the people that just came out, came on on live, we're talking to just about the presidency. Um, you he know, said, what I mean? whether not, whether or not you stand with Obama, I mean, with um, with Trump or not, you know what I mean. We're, you know, it's just time to shut the fuck up at this point. So and 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 get behind your president, or just be quiet about it because it's done and over with. Get behind your country, yeah. yeah. Well, that too, you know what I mean. But you have to get behind your president because absolutely, he's the commander in chief of the country. You know what I mean. And it's like it's you got to suck it. up and accept it at, at at one point. You know what I mean. And just stop, you know, wasting time complaining about things that you're not going to be able to change. That's right. You know. And but, and for your viewers, no, this is not a mullet. Oh yeah, he wants you to know that he doesn't have a mullet. Those were headphones. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this is uh, it's not your typical Tennessee mullet here, guys. Yeah, he said it's not your ten typical Tennessee top hat, man. It's just that uh, you know he, those headphones are just squashing it down. I'm growing so. this out for charity for Hawks Locks for Kids, AJ Hawks Foundation. Uh, so I'm getting close to uh, getting ready to uh, chop these bad boys off again. Second yeah. time, second go round. Yeah, that's right. You know he definitely grows his hair out. He's always you'll see him with long hair, and then all of a sudden he'll show up somewhere <laughs> with short hair because he donates most of his hair for. Uh, Kids with uh, kids to cancer, man. So it's awesome, dude. Because I can. There it is. <laughs> you know, if I grew my hair out, it'd take me like ten years, bro. Like <laughs> you're not like bald up top. You, my just, you just keep it high and tight. Yeah, that's good. That's good. So let's get on. Let's get on with the show, Argo. So what we want to what we want to find out is uh, 
what's happened to you lately? And you're making a comeback. Oh, definitely. You got a lot of you got a lot of good things going on. There's a a magazine that we're going to talk about, and there's a new YouTube program that you're going to be doing. That's awesome. Definitely, definitely. But first, uh, I hear the jack wagon train rolling in, my brother. Uh oh, the jack wagon train. (laughs) You guys are going to love the jack wagon train. (laughs) So bring that train in, Gunny. Hey, Rob, simplify, do or die, hold them high at eight and nine. It is time for the Talking Lead Jack Wagon of the Week, so brace yourself, baby. And you want to go first? You want to take the honors as my as my guest? I mean, I, I'll definitely go first, man, uh, you know, uh, and, and bring up my Jack Wagon, dude, you know. And I know everybody has seen, for those of you who don't know what the Jack Wagon is, we are following on, on the Instagram Live or whatever. Um, uh, it's just where we bring up some idiot who's done something stupid in the world of firearms and uh and, and or kind just, of give a bad just name anybody or who's just, done something stupid. Somebody who just deserves kind of like the Darwin Awards, you know, but they don't right, necessarily right, have to right. have killed Kind of like the donkey of the day if you guys are a fan of Charlemagne and the Breakfast Club and all that. But uh, there you this go. is the jack wagon. Man, my jack wagon is definitely – I know everybody has seen it because it's been bananas on Instagram and social media. As, uh, you know, I kind of got two actually. But uh, the first one is the trainer that almost shoots his face off with this 44 <laughs> Magnum, dude. Like, <laughs> like it is like that has got to. That's be, gonna be viral. I mean, that's got to be a viral video by now. Oh my god! And one of one of the follower, one of the Instagram uh, uh, viewers was like, "Yeah, the, like the instructor. Yeah, him. He's exactly who I'm talking about." Yeah, good call. Uh, good call. This dude, man, is. Uh, oh my god, he's got to be the worst dude ever, man. Like. There's been some funny shit, but for those of you that don't know, there's a there's a there's a group of guys that are taking an instruction class. I'm assuming, and he's on the range, and he's explaining how he feels they should use, uh, or how they should shoot, and he's holding a 44 mag. So he starts to first of all wrongly <laughs> instruct them about how to hold the 44 mag, and then <laughs> as he's talking. He decides to point the gun upward, and as he's pointing the gun, gun upward, he's cocking back the hammer, talking about how to shoot the gun in single action, and his thumb slips off the hammer before it locks. And that hammer just drops, and that gun goes off inches in front of his face. He damn near pied his whole face. Like, he, he fucking almost <laughs> gave himself a cream pie. Like, it, it was... <laughs> yeah, and he almost cream pied his face, dude. So... Yeah, it's it's been yeah. You got to be a nasty motherfucker to know what but we're talking about. He <laughs> doesn't he doesn't miss a beat with his instruction. I mean, he keeps on talking, and dude, ha- dude cuts him out. He's like, "Did you mean to do that?" And without missing a beat, he goes, "Yeah, yeah, I he meant goes, to do that." He goes, so "Yeah." He, he's, but here's my thing. My thing is, it is funny instantaneously as soon as that gun goes off. If you watch that video, please watch the video again. Watch the dude's knees as soon as it goes off. His knees begin to shake. And he starts to bounce. He can <laughs> he, hardly walk back to the to the stall table to, to drop the gun down. He's looking at the gun like the gun did something wrong. You know what I mean? Like, it's funny as hell because he's like, uh, yeah. And then he starts to shake. He doesn't say a word after that because I think this is where he realizes that he almost blew his fucking head off. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? And it was just literally inches in front of his nose. And a 44 Magnum would have opened his head up like Popeye squeezing a can of spinach. I swear to God, man. Like, so you know, it, I just read this is a seven year old video, man. This isn't even recent. Did you know that? I did not know that. That video is seven years old. I had no idea 
that that video was seven years old. I'm sure the dude is still in hiding, though, by the way. Oh, I, he yeah, he needs to uh, definitely just carry a can of mace around, no doubt. But it doesn't say where it happened or who the guy is or anything like that. But um, I'm It's kind of like the voter training videos almost, but that, one, that never went bad. Yeah. Thank God. I found this article on Barstool Sports. Uh, I just kind of Googled this to see if we could find it, and this is what came up. And according to this guy's article, um, this happened seven years ago. Um, but, yeah, I mean, he deserved to be on it seven years ago. So we'll, we'll, bring, we'll bring up some old stuff to throw on a jack wagon train, definitely. <laughs> right, definitely, man. You know, my God. But, uh, so I've got one. Are you done with yours? You still want to? Oh, yeah. Okay. No, I was just going to say how much of a jack wagon he was, though, man. Like, Yeah, well, one, to say he meant to do it, trying to play it off all cool and everything with the big P spot uh, in his pants. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so it was, it, was, it was horrible. Yeah, it was. It was. Yeah. But you guys can, uh, if you go to, like I said, the Barstool, what I say, Barstool Sports, you can go there, and the video's there, and there's a little article about it. So, All right, my jack wagon train this week or my jack wagon for the jack wagon train, is uh, I hate to do it, but I'm throwing a fellow Tennessean on the jack wagon train. So and not only is a, a fellow Tennessean, he's in my hometown here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. So this guy, what he's done, is, and he's been convicted of this, uh, but he has been convicted by a federal jury for smuggling gun silencers into the United States that he purchased while traveling in England. Can you believe that? I cannot. So what this guy did, his last name's Grayton, and what he did is he shipped some of the firearm parts to the U.S. while he carried the other parts in a checked bag on his flight back to Tennessee. Authorities revealed that none of the silencers had serial numbers. However, law enforcement was able to retain the silencers from his home after receiving a search warrant. It says the grand jury con convicted him on charges including unlawful possession of unregistered silencers and illegal shipment of a firearm with intent to commit a felony. So this guy, he's going to serve 10 years in prison, which, I mean, I don't know. Is that fair? Is that unfair? I mean, who knows? I don't know what this guy's full intent was, but, um, and I don't know how many. doesn't say how many that there were. Okay, it says six. So six silencers from a firearms dealer in Sheffield over in England. And uh, what he did is he took them apart, disassembled them, shipped some of the parts, um, and then he tried to carry some of them back on his flight. I don't know why he just didn't ship all of them. He probably would have got away with it then, huh? Right. I mean, just ship them all and be done with it. I mean, but, you know, people, people, you know, the, the, the funniest thing about people who are doing, can you hear me? Because I unplugged so the people could hear for a minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. You're good. All right. Uh, the funniest thing about people who, who are doing stupid shit is the, the, the fear factor. That fear factor is what fucks people every time. You know what I mean? A lot of my cop buddies and, and, and when I was uh, training, you know, it, it's always that fear factor that you have to look out for because it makes the situations dangerous. But it also provides the most the most space to catch bad guys and people doing stupid stuff. And he probably would have gotten away with it had he just shipped them all, I think. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, just disassembled them, had a bunch of different packages that he sent separate. And, I mean, we're not advocating uh, committing a felony here at all. But, <laughs> I mean, if you're going to do one, think it through a little better than this guy did. Uh, right. But it couldn't have come at a worse time either when we're trying to get the, uh, the Hearing Protection Act passed and the NFA repealed. Uh, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's a good thing. Maybe it's a good thing that this happened. It's bringing more light to it that silencers shouldn't be 
uh, outlawed or made illegal. Right. right. And, you know, what 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 links do people have to go to to protect their hearing and this, that and the other? I mean, you know, you could it could be, you know, um, a hidden a hidden benefit or a hidden bonus for us. But, you know, it's just it's just bad because now as it is now, it makes everybody say, God damn it. You know, we're trying to fight this thing. We're trying to yeah. make it happen. And now here you go doing something stupid and 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 bring negative light onto it which you know could also uh, uh knock us back a, a couple of steps you know so it, it we, could but then at the same time like i said i mean it could be a good thing and that this is you know bringing some light to it and that this guy did go to great lengths for something that isn't a bad thing it's a good thing silencers suppressors are good they're good for the environment they're good for your hearing it's my can and and as we've stated on this show many times before in in some countries it's the law that you have to have a silencer or suppressor. It's just the opposite of here. Absolutely. You know, and these are European countries, mostly, you know what I mean, that I heard. That, no, which, it's crazy. which all the gun grabbers base all their gun grabbing logic on is like, well, these countries do it. Why don't we do it? Well, you don't hear them saying anything about the suppressors, do you? <laughs> Absolutely. But, uh, yeah, so that guy, I mean, I'm throwing him on the jack wagon train, just one, because it's stupid, because he's doing it at a time when they've not been made legal. And uh, he didn't. He didn't execute it properly. <laughs> not at all. Not at all. And he's lucky he's not being executed because uh, you know the way that that they hold these these restrictive laws against these suppressors. You know these these NFA regulations, man. Yeah. You know, I think that they would try to throw the book at somebody like this. And he only got ten years. I say only because yeah. uh, I doubt that he'll serve all ten years. Who knows? Maybe he'll serve every day. Who knows? Well, but, if the NFA gets repealed or the HPA goes into effect, then maybe it'll get overturned you know at that point i hope so i definitely hope so i, I guarantee you he's hoping so <laughs> <laughs> oh my god uh you know there's i mean I, I, as i'm sitting here on on instagram live there's a guy on here his name is glock don't lock he's talking about a guy who got caught selling auto sears in florida and he's getting tried for i think he said 190 years or something like that so oh well that's a little different than suppressors <laughs> oh definitely definitely i mean but you know people are definitely out here breaking the law doing stupid stuff when we're trying to make progressive moves yeah. and you know, they, you know, like I said, it could potentially hold us back, you know, and it could, and you got these dickheads doing stuff and you know, I hate, I'd, I'd hate for it to actually be a hindrance for us, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Well, I don't think this got much press anyway. So, um, I just happened to run across it. Um, but it is a local guy here in the uh, Nashville, Tennessee area, my hometown Murfreesboro, but, uh, Paul Grayton, welcome to the Jack wagon train, son. <laughs> <laughs> right. Did you? And I, I just really want to put a jackass sound effect behind it because it's, it, it reminds me so much of the Breakfast Club, and I hate them because <laughs> I feel like they're all, you know, they're all they're not idiots. They're in their own right, but our opinions don't match. Let me just say that. There so, you go. Yeah. Difference of opinion. You can leave that mic off if it's better for you, man. Oh no, it's good. I I, uh, I actually just finished the the little live. I'm tired of holding the phone up. And I, <laughs> so, Did you have yeah. a good turnout? Uh, we did. I had about forty looking at us there. So. Nice, good deal. Uh, so we should have told good. them to tune into the show next week. That I did. Was... I did. I told them it airs Monday. Check you out. I plugged it a bunch of times. So cool. All right, good deal. Yeah. All right. So did you have any other jack wagons? Oh, I definitely did. My next jack wagon is for you know uh, this <laughs> this this guy I, I, who, who steps up for uh, you know I guess he wanted to be the next natural selection candidate. This uh, it was about the guy who robbed the bank, man. You know, most people are focusing on the the security guy. I don't know if you guys uh, followed it uh, a couple of days ago. There was a guy in Rockford, Illinois. Yeah, 
snow, yeah, who, run, who ran into a bank, fired off a shot in the air as a warning shot, and he gets ready to, you know, as he proceeds to rob a bank. And the next thing you know, this security guard, God bless him, is aware, sees him coming, and, uh, you know, unholsters, draws on him, puts off a, a shot, hits him in the chest, the guy goes down, you know, he's trying to fire at the guy from, you know, on the ground and all this, does a little tack roll, and the security guard just unloads on him on the ground, man, and uh, uh, he kind of went night-night on his way, trying to run out the door again, you know, <laughs> yeah. he kind of went to sleep. I was looking at some comments on Instagram yesterday, one of the people were like, one of the people was like, uh, you know, this should definitely be a, a, a PSA for the dangers of narcolepsy. <laughs> you know, like, I, I mean, people are brutal out here, man. This dude just died. But it was funny as hell. You know what I mean? Like, like what makes you think that you're not putting like things are going to be so easy, you so know, and let me uh, let me read the story for people real quick. So Lawrence Turner he's 34. Uh, he walked into an Alpine bank in Rockford wearing a ski mask. So there's one he's wearing a ski mask. He fired his gun into the ceiling, kind of like they did in the, that movie, uh, Point Break. You remember that movie? Mm -hmm. They'd run in, they'd fire guns. Classic movie, by the way. And the security uh, guy, his name's Brian Harrison, retired sheriff deputy, drew his pistol and shot the robber dead. That's where we're talking about nighty night. Uh, the dramatic shootout was captured on Illinois Banks for Valley's footage. And yeah, there's some good footage of it all over the internet here. I mean, it's everywhere, and it's you know, like I said, God, what's what's the uh, security officer's name again? Brian Harrison. Brian Harrison. You know, I, I pray that he's okay because in the video, it does look like he may have taken a round. He may not have. You know, I hope that he's okay, and I pray for him and his family. But you know, thank God for him. Look how many lives were saved because of his quick action and him him resorting to his training, which is you know a definite thumbs up for why people train. Right. You know, it, you know, training is important. It's not cool just to have a gun and go to the static range and, and all that. You need to train with your weapon. And he had to resort to his training. And if you look at the video, you can actually see it's all instinctive. You know what I mean? He didn't have time to think about it. You know what I mean? He draws, mm -hmm. puts rounds on the guy, continues to put rounds on the guy, uh, neutralize the threat. The threat's still moving. Continue to try to neutralize the threat. And then finally the guy uh, keeps shooting until nice the threat is down. Absolutely. Until it stops. You know, so the guy turns and runs out of the bank, and as he's running out of the bank, he drinks a cup of warm milk and goes to sleep, man. Like, it's, uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, it, it's, it's, it's textbook. He said, I give up. Yeah, you know, he gave up everything just to do nothing. Yeah. You know, he came, he came away with nothing, and now his family's suffering. You know, you have to think about it, man. Everybody here in America, you know, has an opportunity to succeed. You know, whatever you do uh, that doesn't make you successful – should drive you more, in my opinion. It shouldn't tell you or give you the right to, or that you can think that you can just go and take from anybody else. It's not. It's not. That's not going to happen. Bust mm -hmm. your ass every day, work hard, and you know you'll get rewarded. But people are looking for the quick, and we never know his motives. You know, I don't know if he had a sick kid or whatever. You know, I don't. I don't know what. That it doesn't was. justify it. Still doesn't. It justify doesn't justify it, it to me. It exactly. Doesn't justify yeah. putting other people's lives in danger. Not at all. And I mean, think about the this sheriff, tired uh, deputy sheriff guy, uh, Mr. Harrison. That he's mm -hmm. got he's got to live with that for the rest of his life now. That he took a you know young thirty four year old's life, but he gave him no choice. No choice, you know. And 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 that's the thing that you know most of us go through and deal with every day. You know, when I'm teaching a, a CCW class or, or or whatever, and I uh, you know I tell people like, and, and I got this from my buddy James Jaeger, and it just makes perfect sense. Yeah, Jaeger. Uh, Jaeger. <laughs> but uh, you know, it, it makes perfect sense, man. It's like 
Why do we carry a gun? You know, oh, to protect ourselves. No, like the ultimate end result is to take a life. You know what I mean? That's not what we want to do, but things can be very fatal and very final quickly when we care when we're carrying firearms, man. But nobody wants it to go to that extreme. So, yeah. you know, and we discussed that um, two shows ago when we had uh, attorney Dana McClendon on the show that that's what he was stressing is like, you've got options when it comes to that. He said the best option is to run, turn and run, you know, mm -hmm. don't, don't escalate a situation. Uh, he said, you know, words aren't going to make me fight somebody. You can't talk me into a fight. Right. That's what a lot of people don't understand. Words are words, you know, unless your life's in danger, you've got choices. Unless somebody's not threatening your life and they're just calling you names and your mama names and your girlfriend names. You've got choices. You could just walk away, let that guy be a douchebag, or you could escalate things if you want to. You could take it to the next level. And that's when bad shit happens typically. Right. And I mean, you're going to be wrong, first of all. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> because no, no words justify, you know, people are like, well, he threatened my life. Yeah. But did he actually threaten your life? Was there a credible, tangible threat? You know, because when you get to court, oh, he said he was going to kill me. But, you know, the dude sit there. I mean, the dude that he shot and killed doesn't have anything on him. Mm -hmm. You know, now you're looking like the douche in court and going to jail. Right. You know, so. And that's that's another thing. So you guys go back to episode 189 and things that if if the situation does go down and you have to do the thing, then there are things that lead up to that that you can do to protect yourself in court. There are things after that you can do to protect yourself in court. Uh, he gave some great tips. Dana did uh, things like don't put a Punisher skull on your gun. <laughs> you know, don't, right. After, don't be wearing a t-shirt that says born to kill, you know, born to kill, I mean? yeah, your bumper stickers that, you know, said I'm going to end you or, you know, stuff like that. But well, as he was saying that Argo, I showed him this. Can you see that? Uh, I see something. All I see is the, uh, he's holding up a Glock guys. Oh, I do. Now I see it. Yep. Yep. I see it. Uh, so I had my, I had my uh, Glock 23 customized by uh, Danny at pack arms. I had sent him a design I'm a Mason, and I had him put the Masonic cross, uh, the Masonic shield, there's a Masonic uh, helmet, and then he ported it uh, with the sword on the sides, uh, so you can see the barrel on the inside, uh, and then he ported a shield on the top with a, a tiger lion on it. It looks really cool, and he put some dragon scale uh, serrations on it. So I was telling him, I was like, so if I shot somebody, would, and you know, if it was a Muslim, I might be in trouble, but... <laughs> Oh, well, you'd definitely be in trouble. Oh, I'd be in trouble, but um, but it's you but know it's, it's stuff like that. But you know, I have a reason that I do stuff like I do promotions for companies and and people. Well, I guess I guess I can't talk much shit because you know <laughs> there's the skull. All right, you know what I mean. As we're talking about this, you know, I definitely have my honos. Uh, my honos means honor skull on there with two 1911s and daggers and right. You know, so his his whole point is a prosecutor is going to take any little thing that they can get. They're going to go to your Facebook page. They're going to go to your Instagram page. They're going to look at stuff that you've posted. You know, and if you're posting about stuff about I'll smoke that mofo or you know I won't back down. You know, you just you, you incriminate yourself if the situation ever comes up. So you need to be mindful of things that you do. And things that you put on your firearms, on your truck, you just your everyday life. Even your social media, you know, people will That's dig into huge. your social media accounts, man. Social media. And if media. you keep putting up these posts, you know, I wish a motherfucker would, this kind of shit, that and the other, yep. you know, that can be used against you. 
you it, know, it so will be used against you. Absolutely. That's why you always see on my Instagram every once in a while, you know, one of my posts will always say that I pray that I never have to in somebody's life because that is not my intent, you know, because that is not my intent. That's a truthful statement, mm-hmm. you know, but I want people to know, hey, I'm not just out of your training because I want to hurt somebody. I'm not, I don't play with guns. And I said play with, you know, you know, loosely, but, you know, I don't play with guns because I want to end somebody's life. That is not it. I am a fan of firearms. I admire firearms and I respect them to the utmost. Okay, not utmost people. The word is utmost. U-T-M-O-S-T. That's the teacher in me. But, uh, but I respect them to the utmost. You know what I mean? And it's it, it's 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 something that don't I have equal amounts of respect and fear for firearms, even though I handle them almost daily, you know, several firearms daily. Uh, you know, it's something that I, I have a, I have a healthy, respectful fear and respect for because I know that, you know, things can turn lethal very, very quickly. Just and, like uh, the jack wagon that uh, negligently neg- discharged the revolver, when you become complacent and you lose respect for that firearm, that's when bad, bad, shit happens. bad things happen. So you never lose respect of that firearm. So, you know. Uh, my my other jack wagon is that douchebag who ran into the uh, uh, I don't even want to say his name, but uh, like I said, his name is Lawrence Turner, you know. And I pray for the Turner family because now they have to deal with you know the aftermath of losing somebody. But you know he I, you know that's that's one of the most selfish things that you can do is you know put yourself in a position where you're trying to come up and make a quick come up, but now you know you've ended up hurting the people you were trying to help, you know, essentially yeah. or whatnot, you know. So. It's you know, the Jack whole family in a bad light, definitely. It definitely is. You know what I mean? Hey, I've and, been uh, watching this show called Bosch. Have you seen that? I've not. So I think it's a an Amazon Prime original. I'm not sure, but that's what that's the thing I'm watching. It's been out for a while, but uh, I like watching shows that have been out for a while. That's got you know several seasons under the belt because I like to binge watch. Because when I watch, I like to watch. I don't get right, to, right. I don't get to watch a lot, so. It's usually late at night or, you know, on a weekend or something like that. Um, but it's a really good show. It's about this uh, police officer, um, and he's not – he's respected, but he's hated in the, the police department itself. He's got, obviously, a problem with authority, you know, things like that, and the uppers are always trying to bring him down and catch him in something. And um, he's uh, – as it starts off, he's, he's on trial for a wrongful shooting. Uh, you know, we heard a lot, uh, that's been in the news a lot lately, the police shooting people and whatnot, but it's kind of, you know, it starts off like that, but it's, it's a lot deeper and goes into a lot of other stuff. It's a really good show. I just thought I'd throw that out there. <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. It's called Bosch. Bosch. B-O-S-C-H. I think it's like, like his last name. Okay. Definitely. It's a good show. Yeah. So I got awesome. like over the last three days, I, I've like, I've watched 10 episodes. So. <laughs> oh. Hey, I see a pretty cool ass. I see a couple of cool ass rifles back there. Uh, I think I see a Keltec box back there, man. Like, well, you look at the uh, you looking at the I'm looking at this background. I'm looking at I'm, I'm looking at left hand's background as we as we're recording here, and uh, he's got a pretty badass looking rifle sitting up top there. And oh, dude, that's a, uh, that's my one from Unique ARs that they custom did for me, the handguard. Yeah. So what they did was, and I'll bring it. I'll let you look at it. Uh, they put a cross and shield on it. Uh, and they did a bunch of skulls around it, and then they put lead head on both sides of the front of the the handguard because that's what our followers are called called lead heads. Uh, and then they put my name Lefty down uh, on the bottom part of it. And uh, what else did they put? They put some other stuff on it too. I mean, it's just full of detail. It's awesome. 
Unique ARs, man. You guys check them out. They can do pretty much any kind of design that you can think of on a handguard. It's ridiculous. Yeah, they do some pretty badass stuff, man. They made a real badass handguard for uh, my buddies over at CMC Triggers. Uh, they made some pretty awesome shit for them. They make good stuff for a lot of people, man. So. Yeah, but I hand-painted that, that bitch by myself. I did all the oh. painting myself. Oh, yeah? No, yeah. it looks pretty sick, man. I see you've got a couple of rifles in the chair just going along. Uh, some episodes, I mean, some issues of Recoil Magazine back there. What else do I see? you got oh, yeah. some mission, a sword back there? There's a couple of swords back there. There's uh, some Mission 22 stuff, uh, 1776 United. Yeah, you saw the Keltok Tech box. That was my uh, Gen 2s. Yeah, Gen 2 Sub 2K box right there. Yeah, I'm familiar with that box, buddy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm working on Chad right now to try to get me one of the um, the 556. Is that the RDB? RFB. Is, is the RFB the 308 or the 223? RFB is the 308 and RDB is the 223, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. So whichever one is the the two two three five five six, that's the one I'm I'm Jonesing on right now. The bullpup five five six. Yeah. Those things are bad. Have you shot one? Uh, remember, I shot one with you. We shot the prototypes. That's right. Yeah, that's been a long time ago, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They just, we shot the actual prototypes, man. And they so. just got them out like a year ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, it's, and we shot them what four years ago already? Right. Ago? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Down yeah, there. So. Down there at um, at Eric's I place. Yeah. At, uh, at our buddy uh, Eric Iraq Veterans uh, Out on uh, their range. ranch. You know, I got to touch on something, man. Yeah. Um, race, especially with, you know, the current climate in the country, man. Uh, you know, ra- the issue of race has become a big thing, man. And everybody is looking for whose race is this, whose race is that. And there was a dude on inter- the Internet who took something out of context that my friend, that, that Eric Iraq Veteran, 8888, uh, said and it and he took a snippet of it and it made him sound very racist and he said this dude's racist. Let me just let me just squash this shit right now. Please do. Okay? Yes. You know, first of all, I'm black. If you ha- if you don't know, I'm black. Okay. <laughs> and and I used to make a joke only on Tuesdays and Thursdays, but then I started to think about, you know, what people were thinking like when I made that joke. So yeah. I stopped saying that. I'm black 100, you know, percent uh, 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 of the time. 365 days a year, and I love being black. I love my culture. I love my heritage. Um, there are things about our, my culture that I don't like, but there are things about American culture, period, that I don't like. However, Iraq veteran Eric is not a racist. This man has had me at his home. He's hosted me at his home. He's fed me at his home. He's been nothing but a friend to me from day one uh, when he didn't have to be. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Not on some race, racial shit, period, as two men. He didn't have to become my friend, and he is my friend, uh, and and I and I got nothing but love and respect for this man, and you know to take somebody to take something that somebody says out of context is the is 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 very pussified. I think you know what I mean. It is. Like, it's it's a cheap shot, and it's people do that all the time to to push an agenda or further an agenda or or to push ignorance. You know, it, it is it to is. promote ignorance, and that's and and I think we as, as as black people and black Americans, you know, we're so scarred. Don't get me wrong, racism does exist, and it has affected us. Um, you know, it it has affected us, and it still continues to affect us. But we're always on the lookout for it, and a lot of times we make things something that it's not. Uh, Eric, the, and what Eric said was, um, he was talking about how he doesn't understand how people riot and tear up their own neighborhoods and burn down their own things. And this is the same shit that black America says when these riots go down in our own neighborhoods. You know, why are you tearing down your own neighborhoods, your own businesses, your own whatever? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Why are you doing that? And now because somebody white says it 
and he uses the word they, you know, uh, it's become a racial thing. Mm -hmm. And it's not that. I don't understand it either. Well, they is rioters, you know. Right. No matter who it is. Committing crimes, doing ignorance, hurting others. They is them. Right. (laughs) So them is they. If you're taking that as a racial slur, you know, then you're the one who needs to be evaluating your own priorities and and thought processes. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, and I and I, I firsthand had firsthand experience. I don't know if you noticed or know this. Uh, a little while ago, last year, there was a police shooting here in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. There was a young man that was killed and the city was in uproar. And we had some riots and some civil unrest here as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, things got bad. I mean, things got so bad that my son, uh, my, my son's grandmother lives directly in the neighborhood where this was going down. Oh, wow. I had to go. I had to go in like I was in Afghanistan. And there's no comparison, you know. And I'm not military or ex-military, you're, but you're using you know, a Tom Cruise uh, colloquialism here. Absolutely. You know, <laughs> Did, uh, you remember when Tom Cruise got in, in trouble with that? He was like making a statement and he compared it to to war or something like that. But absolutely. But yeah. you know, you know, I, I literally had to go in and extract my family from this situation because they were throwing rocks and bottles and Molotov cocktails and just shooting wildly through, you know, fam- uh, uh, through homes in the neighborhood. And I went in to get my family out of that shit because it was ugly. And I, I've never seen anything like it. I've never seen a riot first, a full-fledged riot. Yeah. They burned a gas station, an uh, auto parts store, and uh, a beauty supply store. They burned them to the ground, man. It makes like, no sense. It makes no sense. I mean, sense. it's an observation. He's like, that makes no sense. Why would you do that to your own community? broke into a bank that they couldn't get any money out of like what like like what why would you do that you're hurting yourself you're hurting you know my son had so many questions after it and and and, and luckily I'm educated enough to explain to him you know why these things happen and what and the difference between people and the way people think and and whatnot but you know these are the same questions that we pose on our own community as black americans and the moment a white person says it, oh it's racist like miss me with that bullshit like for real Miss mm-hmm. me with that type of of, of, of of ignorance, that level of ignorance. Like, this man has never been... Uh, uh, How long ago was this that uh, when Eric made his comment? Uh, I don't know when it was that he made it uh, or, or about what he was making it, but, um, you know, there's several riots that it could have come after, yeah. you know, so I don't know. But, you know, the fact that it was taken out of context is the major thing. And oh, yeah. I just want to squash that for anybody listening. Uh, and Eric, you know what I'm saying? I love you and your wife and your family and, and Chad and everybody on the Iraq veteran camp, man. You know, and and that, and that's sincere. It's not me. I'm Good not a cool. I'm not an Uncle Tom. I'm not, I'm not any of this shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm black every day, all day. And I'm a teacher. I teach young black kids how to survive in a world that looks down upon them. You know what I mean? So don't tell me that I'm a coon and I'm an Uncle Tom because I support somebody who's not the same color as me. That's not the fact. As Americans, we have to get past that bullshit and learn to work together in order to make America a better place instead of complaining all the time about, you know, who's this, who's that, and the other. Just name-calling, man. Just a bunch of name-calling because somebody's ignorant and they don't understand. You know, things aren't going their way. So... Yeah, you just got you got you got to rub it no. off. You just got to rub it off. You got to go rub one off and then brush it off. <laughs> rub one off, yeah, brush it off is what he meant to say. But yeah. Exactly. But no, no, definitely though. No. You know, uh, I don't know. Maybe I, they need to rub one out. It'll calm them down a little bit. Hell yeah, maybe you'll go to sleep like the dude in the bank. Yeah. Go night night. You're up at night 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 night, you know, mofo. <laughs> but you know, like I said, that was that was that was, that was me. Well, I know Eric will appreciate that definitely. Um, no, that was ego on a tangent. I mean, I, I can attest too. He's not he's not racist. He brings my Irish ass in there all the time too. So 
Right, right. <laughs> and I'm not even no. Irish. <laughs> right. See? So, but no, he's a good man. He's a good man. You know yeah. what I mean? So, uh, I, I, you know, I, I have to give credit where credit is due. And that was just something that was irritating the shit out of me. And well, that's uh, good, man. I'm glad you did that. This is this is the perfect platform for for that to be said. So, right, right, Because right so. a lot of our, I know probably 100 percent of our leadheads listen to or follow uh, Eric over there at Iraq Vet. Hell yeah, he's a good dude, man. And it doesn't make sense. But anyway, you know. Nevertheless, how about them Packers? I don't know what the fuck's next. No, what's next is we're going to talk about you, brother. We want to find out what you got going on now. So. You've got, you've been writing for a magazine. You were you were showing me the magazine. Let's talk about that magazine. Oh man, I write for an awesome magazine. It's called Skillset Magazine. See, I've not heard of this yet. Why have I not oh, heard of Skillset? I don't know, but I mean, it's pretty badass. And it's not just a gun mag. It looks cool. It's a magazine for people who live the alpha lifestyle that we live, man. You know what I mean? Like 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 I'm a, I'm a, I'm definitely a a heartbreaker and a name taker, man. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, 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 you like to look like, good and, uh, knock people yeah. out and, you know, be stylish no, while I, you do it. You know, it, absolutely, man. I love badass shit, man. Um, I just do. So I it's mean, like the most, it, is know? it like tech stuff, like up to date tech, up to date fashion, up to date everything? Hot no, rods. this is like, uh, we got guns, we got gear, uh, we got, look, look at this shit, man. We got guns, we, we got gear, we got beer. The magazine just covers a wide a variety of uh, topics that interest us that are in this lifestyle. You might see something about trucks or mm-hmm. uh, mixed martial arts or knife throwing or uh, uh, anything. I don't know. Sounds like anything that's cool. Yeah. Huh? Anything that's badass and cool. Yeah. Something that people would say, you know what? That's fucking badass. Yeah. It's going to be in this magazine, man. You know, and I and I, I want to shout out start? Uh, the editor Jason Swar uh, from Straight Eight Photography. Uh, he, he's also the photographer for several other firearms publications like uh, Recoil and uh, World of Firepower. He does all kind of stuff. Love man. Recoil. And, and and we're not in competition with anybody because it's a different magazine. It's a different set of. Uh, I gotta of, tell of, you, man, of, that's ballsy for them to start a new magazine when you know print media is just dying. Is dying, but this magazine is badass, and it has sold out. Of most of the Barnes and Nobles that it's in. So if you nice. guys uh, are are in a mall or wherever, and you see a Barnes and Nobles, run in there, grab issue one of Skill Set. It, it might be coming off the shelves now. Um, you can check out my article, which is a, a review actually of this one. In, in this particular magazine, it's a review of a, a Gray Ghost gear bag, uh, the Gray Ghost Gypsy bag. Uh, Love Gray Ghost. Like, yeah, they even got me a little. Oh shit, a cool little picture. Can you see that shit? Yeah, a cool little picture of me in there, there man. Go, like, baby. Citizen. But uh, I'm doing some other articles for them too, man. And uh, uh, I kind of had to take a pause for a minute because I just had shoulder surgery, so everything kind of took a back seat. I had my rotator cuff repaired uh, about a month ago, and I don't know anybody that had rotator cuff surgery before, man. You already know how fucked up that is, man. And uh, but look, I'm good. You good? I'm good. All right. Yeah. Do you know what so, you did? What'd you do to screw it up? Huh? What'd you do to screw it up? Oh, baseball, man. Lifetime of being a baseball, baseball player. Yeah, mine too. Yeah, I, you know, I played baseball. I mean, in real life, hardball, not softball. I played softball too, but I, uh, I played baseball up until about four years ago, man, uh, when I fucked up my knee. Ooh. And then, uh, you know, that's kind of when I stopped everything. And uh, my shoulder was bad then and just progressively got worse. And, you know, it was at the point where I could barely move it without being in excruciating pain 24-7. Mm-hmm. And when I say 24-7, I literally mean 24-7. Oh, 
So I, I just finally I feel your pain. And it done, man. So, but I'm healing fast. I'm going to therapy, and uh, you know, shit is good. But uh, you know, so I'm I'm gonna start writing again soon, and uh, you definitely gotta check out Skillset Magazine. Uh, it's an awesome, awesome magazine. If you like badass shit, definitely want to check out Skillset. Like, now, is this just is this just out? out? Is this brand new? Yeah, this was our first issue. Okay, uh, so it just came out. Issue. Okay, that's and why I've not heard of it. Yeah, it, it'll be on the shelves until uh, April 8th, I think. April 8th or April 6th of this year. So you got some time to get it uh, uh, to get it, um, go get while it tomorrow. on the shelves or whatnot. So definitely go out and grab yourself a skill set magazine. Check out my article. I think I'm on like page 26. Uh, and, and, and here's the cool thing about it. Like the, the review section of that bag and, and, and going forward of, of any other gear and products, it's cool. It's not. It's not a paid review like how most magazines have reviews, and it's you know mm-hmm. they're in bed with the companies and shit. Yeah. That's not it. Skillset took five different people from five different walks of life, gave them this bag, and had each critique it. You know, and uh, then came up with an overall review of how the bag works. Who the fuck does that? Right. You know what I mean? Because That's just cool. because I'm a gun guy and I review something and I say you know like like right now I'm looking around for something that I that I have or whatnot. But just because I like something, you know, and say, oh, yeah, this is the best shit ever. Go get it. You know, that means it works for me. It may not work for you, mm-hmm. you know, and your lifestyle and what you do. And skill set takes that into account and definitely uh, does it. So they got me as a teacher and gun guy. They got a cop, a military guy, a professional weightlift uh, 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 fitness person and just the regular Joes. Regular everyday people, you know, reviewing these things and doing stuff for them. So, you know, shout Tell, out to uh, Who's the editor? What's his name? Jason Swar from Straight 8 uh, photo, ph- Photography. Tell Jason that he can add me to his reviewer list if he wants to. Definitely. Jason, uh, <laughs> add, add Lefty for, uh, to your review list. <laughs> Talkingled at gmail.com. Holler at me, bro. Yeah, I'll definitely, I'll definitely link that up, man. <laughs> well, that's cool. So that's uh, that's – one thing you got going on, you've got another one you, you're getting ready to start. Uh, yep. you're, you're revamping, you're redoing your whole YouTube um, direction. Absolutely. Talk about that. I'm gonna, let me take a sip of beer here first, yeah, though. Get, tell everybody what you're drinking. Mm, mm. So if I start to slur in a minute, it's because of the drugs, not the beer. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't do drugs, by the way. Uh, I am drinking... Uh, Black Husky. Yes, Black Husky. It's a spruce double IPA. It is made here in the state of Wisconsin, and it is made with actual spruce. And it's very, very. It's that's awesome, dude. I want. What's spruce? Spruce is a, a is like a it's a pine tree. Oh, that's you know, what I a, thought. It, yeah. 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 So you know, it's definitely got hints of the of the wilderness in there. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so are they like uh, taking it, the sap from the tree? Is that what they're? I don't know what they're doing, man. But it's delicious, man. It is awesome and delicious, and my breath is minty fresh. Minty fresh. No, <laughs> no it's it's good though, man. It's definitely good. Are they uh, are they shipping that stuff uh, around? I, I don't know, man. Uh, a friend of mine gave me this. She is a definite beer connoisseur. And uh, somebody I care about very, very deeply it gave me this. Nice. And I was trying to hold on to it, but I was looking at it, and I was like, that shit is calling my name. It's, it's like day five that has been in my fridge. Like, Jay, <laughs> Jay. So I, I, I cracked it today. So in celebration of our interview here. So, yeah, no, definitely. Absolutely. But, um, so so your, new, but no. your new direction on your YouTube channel. Yeah, it's like, you know, YouTube, it, it is what it is, man. You know, it's it's – there's everything on YouTube. You can find whatever on there, man. But 
as far as the firearms industry goes and how I got my start was YouTube. And uh, I started doing reviews and some political commentary. Uh, I was kind of taking the lead from uh, Coleon Noir. He was my inspiration for that. After a while, though, uh, I began to notice that things got very, very redundant. Uh, not just the fact that a lot of people were doing the same guns and gear, mm-hmm. but it, the formats were very, very similar. You know, review this, review that, and that's it. Uh, and it kind of got dry to me, and I, and, I, and I got disturbed. And I've been away for a couple of years uh, because I didn't want to continue to put out carbon copy, cookie-cutter shit. Uh, I wanted it to be a little different. So, you know, it took me a while to figure out what I wanted to do, if I even wanted to come back to YouTube and whatnot, because uh, as it stands, uh, I was doing most of my own film. Like, it's hard to film yourself. You know what I mean? Hold the camera, set a camera up, film yourself and all this. I was doing most of my videos. I'd say 90% of the shit that you see on my YouTube channel, I did on my own. You know, editing, the filming, everything. You know what I mean? And it's Right here, 100% right here, baby. (laughs) It's fucking hard, yeah, bro. It is. Especially when you got a real job, you know. Hey, man, who are you telling, man? I got, I have zero time. I got kids. You I got, got a job. Family, you know yeah. what I mean? You know, so, uh, and I and I want to have sex every now and then. You know? so, <laughs> every now and again. Yeah. So you know, God, man, shit gets shit gets weird, man. Shit gets tough. But no, so uh, I, you know, I, I contemplated not even coming back. But uh, God is good, and God puts things in your in your life at the time that they're supposed to be. I, I met some people who decided that they want to be part of Team Argo J, and they're helping me out, man. So we're doing a new show. It's called The A-Game. And, uh, I like it, The A-Game. The A-Game. I guess, you know, because I'm a teacher and A for Argo and all that. But it's, it's seeing who brings the best grade to the market uh, with their gear and, and guns and product. And uh, we're going to definitely be putting people to gear. Like even at SHOT Show, um, I watched uh, – I watched oh, – I read a blog that Tim – Harmison from Military Arms Channel put out. Yeah. I, you know, and uh, even Eric wasn't at shot this year, you know, for long, if he was even there, uh, Iraq veteran. And they were saying, you know, it's just become redundant. You know, everybody's trying to rush and do booth reviews and do this, that, and the other. And I was rushing to do those booth reviews, you know, while I was reading this blog. Well, I, th- and I, I think like, what they were saying was that it wasn't for them. For, you know, it, yeah. for what they do now, they've grown. You know, they've started off doing that kind of stuff, but they've grown and it's, you know, it doesn't fit what they're doing now. Right. You know, people, but at the people, same time, at the same time booth reviews are great and we need people to do the booth reviews. You know, I don't want people to stop doing booth reviews. I, I don't either, but here's my thing. And, and, and Tim brought up a great point. A lot of that shit at SHOT Show, first of all, SHOT Show, people who don't know about SHOT Show, SHOT Show is an industry only uh, trade show. So you have to be affiliated with the firearms industry in some way, shape, or form to be at SHOT Show. It's not like the NRA convention coming up here in April where it's for the people. You know, so a lot of the shit at SHOT Show never makes it to market. You know, so there's a chance that you'll be doing a booth review on a product or a piece of gear that won't make it to market ever. Or, you know, it will be prolonged so far down the line that people have forgotten that you even reviewed it. You know, so as I'm reading this blog, I'm like, you know, this is kind of what I was feeling anyway as I was doing these reviews, you know, so what I decided to do was take the stuff that I filmed this year at SHOT Show and actually hold these manufacturers accountable and get product in hand and test it out in real life to see if it matches what they said during those booth reviews and interviews, you know, so I'm definitely going to be doing that. But uh, like I said, so, you know, I just wanted to go a different direction. I don't want to do the same carbon copy cookie cutter shit 
that everybody else is doing. I have to be different. I have to be. No, and I like that. I mean, I like innovation. You know, I like people thinking outside the box and and doing new things. Don't get me wrong. You know, when I was saying I want people to do booth reviews, um, I also want what you're doing too. I mean, but we still got to have the people that go and do the booth reviews and you know bring that aspect to uh, to the masses. But you know, you've got you know a deeper, bigger project that you're thinking about doing here. You know, and that that's awesome. I support that 100 percent man oh hell yeah hell yeah so uh you know i've got some great companies behind me like midwest industry bravo company uh cmc triggers Lantech, uh lander's weapon systems uh who else here man keltech uh, i mean i can go on and on you know Chad. i can just list uh, you know, i can just list a ton of badass companies that i'm working with man to uh bring the a game to market so uh the a game is gonna like i said it's gonna have several different segments uh, it's gonna. We're, we're shooting at it being about 15 minutes long per episode, and have one episode air per month. Uh, and the episodes will feature uh, gun and gear highlights, not reviews. The actual review will be something different. If you want to see the review, you can also check it out on my channel. But on the A game, it'll just be a highlight and an overview mm-hmm. of the product and how it has been graded. You know, so I can give it the final grade that it gets. Right. Uh, Different criteria, grading criteria that you're going to scale. Absolutely, absolutely. And like we were talking before, like cool factor is definitely going to be one. But, you know, how practical is it? Uh, uh, You know, cost is a big thing because. Functionality. Yeah, absolutely. You know, uh, so, you know, there are different criteria to to formulating these grades. Sure. Um, So we'll we'll have that. There'll be um, a political section where I do brief political commentary in relation to the firearms community and uh, the Second, Second Amendment community. Um, and then I have a badass uh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu instructor here in the city. He's a Gracie trained. Uh, he's actually pretty tight with the Gracie family. Um, so if you know Gracie, uh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu, uh, this dude, he's from South America, I mean, South Africa. Uh, and uh, he's going to be doing some simple uh, videos, or, or his segment is going to be doing simple uh hand-to-hand and weapon retention kind of things that people can do if they get, you know, in a pickle or whatever. So, uh, yeah. you know, yeah. So That's it's going to be close pretty quarter, cool. Close quarter yeah. moves. Right. You know, it's not going to be anything like uh, – we're not teaching people to be uh, commandos or anything like yeah. that. Just how to get out of a bad situation. Absolutely. Somebody yeah. tries to take your gun from you. How do you retain your weapon and, get a, and create that space that you need to, number one, get away, number two, defend yourself? Yeah. Uh, number three, uh, stop the threat. You know, if there is a threat, if they, if they have a weapon or whatnot, because right. uh, he's a big gun guy as well. So, you know, I'm looking forward to uh, now, bringing say, the A-game to market. Did you, did you say uh, calling all cars is going to help you with this? Uh, no, 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 no. Calling all cars? Calling Noir? I call him yeah, calling all cars. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that, was something, that was something different. That's the, uh, that's the shh thing. Oh, so, okay. Yeah, okay, I got you. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. So, but uh, yeah, no, this is all me and uh, a friend of mine here in the city who uh, just stepped up to the plate and said, "Man, let's make this happen." You know, he he was a fo- he was a, a, a subscriber of mine. That's cool, man. On YouTube, and we had mutual friends. We actually knew each other, but I didn't even know that I knew him. If and I can help you we- out with that in any way, man, just let me know. I mean, if you need contacts or anything like that. Well, definitely, man. I'll definitely reach out to you as far as that goes. But uh, yeah. so we're going to see, you know, it's kind of like how how uh, and, 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 and I want to send a shout out positively to uh, to John Patton from, uh, you know, who used to be chaos, uh, went to, uh, you know, the uh, the uh, the gun collective. You the know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's kind of like that, man. We got we to gotta shift gears and shift focus a little bit, man, So well, cool. and do things a little bit differently. Sounds so like you're kind of really, doing the, what is it, skill sets? Is that the name of the magazine? Yeah, yeah. Skill set kind of a way, but you're, you're taking it to video. I could, almost, almost. You kind know what similar. I mean? Like, yeah. it's, it's, it's very, very similar, you know, yeah. so. That's cool, man. I'm looking forward to that. Do you have a, a date on that when that's going to be? Uh, the first video that we just uh, finished filming, we're editing down now. Uh, he's traveling with his wife right now. They're in Texas. So uh, I haven't had a chance to really edit down the video. When he gets back, we'll edit down the first video. Uh, and it's not going to be the actual formatted show. It will be just an introduction, kind of saying what I just said here. Right. Where have I? Where have I been? Why have I been gone? And what the A game is about. Yeah. Uh, that's going to be all the first show is. It might be five to seven minutes long. It's not even going to be the actual show the second video that we start i mean the second episode for next month uh april you know even though we'll be at nra yeah uh, we've started to do some filming on already um and we're going to bring some good product and some good companies to you and this uh and it, it's just going to be cool you just got to watch out for the a game so and if you're if you know me you can check it's going to be in my same youtube channel argo j three a's r-g-o j-a-y uh and the show is going to be called the A Game. So cool. Definitely. Looking forward to that. And you're you're planning on doing like one a month right now. One a month. Yep. One a month. Uh, right I, I I don't want to overload it because, like I said, the format is going to be kind of long. Uh, yeah. So I don't want to do anything. Well, more. I mean, you summed it up earlier when you said you, you know you want to have sex every now and again. So yeah. You know. <laughs> so. Absolutely, man. I, I, who's got time for who's this? Who's got film? time for that, man? Come on. Uh, and by get busy sex, with the I'm, lady. Me and me and me and Handyana here, so you know. <laughs> <laughs> so no. So, Stranger yeah. danger, man. Well, that's cool, man. So I mean, it the the time off did you did you good? You were able to sit back, reflect, and uh, I mean, I, I think was. I think you come up with a really good uh, format there. I'm I'm excited about it. I'm gonna watch it. Yeah, definitely. You know, and you know, while I was off, you know, a lot of things happened, man. I don't know. I'm, I know you know, but you know, my old lady. Uh, uh, was sick uh, after she had our child, you know, and uh, that took a lot out of us. Um, there've been a lot of medical issues. Uh, my kid had to have surgery. <clears throat> uh, life, you know, I myself man. had surgery. Life, life happened, man. Yeah, you know, and I and I was able just to reflect during that time what I want to do and why do I want to be a part of this industry and why should I be a part of this industry? What am I bringing to the table? Not what can I get from it, mm -hmm. but what can I bring to people because. When I first started, I wanted to tell a story. My first story was that my AR story about how, mm -hmm. you know, I had to, you know, go outside and defend my, my, my property in my yeah, home. From some thugs from some that had the wrong address. <laughs> right, right. You know what I mean? And and you know, the funny thing about that is, dude, I've been called a liar, a uh, drug dealer, what? all kind of shit behind that video. Dude, go read some of the comments. It's bananas. You know, this is real life, people. I couldn't make that shit up. But people swear. <laughs> people that, calling you, know, you a liar. <laughs> like, like, people swear, too bad this story is fake. You know, like, they swear they know. And How do I, they know? Yeah, how do they know? I, you know, it, it's ridiculous, man. Why would I get on, on YouTube, tell a false story, become a liar in front of my friends, yeah. family, and people trolls. who know me? Man, you know what I mean? Screw, you know, that's all they are, fucking trolls. Yeah. But, the, you know, the bad thing is, though, the really bad thing about that is, they could be detracting from, I mean, you know, from somebody watching who could gain valuable information and or mindset or whatever that could help them in the future. Mm -hmm. You know, I had one person, one person out of uh, out of some thousands and thousands of comments. I've got almost a million views on this video. Okay, uh, this video is something like eight hundred some thousand views on this video, and 
one comment out of all the comments said, dude, you actually changed my mind about AR-15s. <laughs> that one person that I reached is why I do this. You know what I mean? Right. That one particular individual that said you, I, I changed their minds is the reason that I do what I do as far as any of this is concerned. YouTube, social media, skill set, the A-game, whatever it is, the sh project. You know what I mean? Yeah. Any of that is to change just one person's mind because there's no telling how many minds that they're going to create, uh, uh, change and how, how many people they're going to affect. You know, so, you know, I, I love that somebody was ballsy enough to say that, Hey, I, you know, their mind was changed based on, you know, my experience, you know? Yeah. So well, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you're back. You know, I'm glad you decided to, to come back and, and bring it with force because we need, we need people like you in this industry, uh, not just this industry, but just, you know, in the world in general, because I mean, you're, you're intelligent, you're a smart guy, you're not afraid to speak your mind. Uh, and when you do, there's thought behind it. You know, you're not just spouting off at the mouth. Right, there's, right. there's actually thought and uh, research that goes in behind, you know, the topics that you talk about and, you know, the products that you're going to be reviewing and whatnot. But, uh, I, and I hate the fact that we have, you know, diversity committees and things like that set up because it's, it shouldn't be about that. I mean, you're an individual, you're a person, you know, you're a human that has an opinion and whether you respect it or not, um, you know, it's, it's there, but the fact that you go to the efforts that you go to, to bring the data, the information, uh, to the people is, you know, it's phenomenal. It's what we need. We don't need people just bringing junk out to the masses, you know? So well, thank you. I appreciate it, man. I'll, uh, I'll make sure I mail your check for all those kind words. Uh, uh I mean, it's, know, it's, it's, it's the truth. here, but yeah. no, but no, seriously, no. I, and like I said, that's exactly why I do it. I no, don't you're do a good it, guy. You don't, you don't bash people. You don't hate people. Uh, mm -hmm. It's not about race. I mean, you could, you could very well make this about race and be hugely successful just you mm -hmm. know doing that if you wanted to but it's you know that's not what it's about and that's it's not that's it's like you said that's it's why about we need more people. people like you yeah it's people it's you men know? and women and children and old folks and young absolutely. folks and absolutely absolutely all races absolutely. all religions it, it, america is is comprised of so many different people that in this point at 2017 if you still think that america should be all white or is all white, or is strictly run for white people that you have missed the plot. You have missed the <laughs> you, fucking train. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, and, and that's why I do this. You know, and don't get me wrong. Understand that I, like I said, I live my life as a black man, and I understand that race is real, and the race racial issues are real. Mm -hmm. But, you know, my goal is to bridge that gap, yeah. not to create a divide, you know, uh, it's definitely not that. Like I asked, and I'll never say his name because I respect this man to the day I die. I asked an, a, a trainer once, you know, I take training classes as well. And uh, uh, I asked one of the trainers, hey, would you do a video of my, you know, for me and and, and help me cover this race issue? Because I, I see it, you know, there's there, there's a disproportionate number of black people in that, that take training classes. The numbers are growing now. Mm -hmm. Uh, but prior, when I asked, you know, it was, it was very, very minimal. I was always the only black dude in any training class that I took. And, uh, you know, it, for some reason, culturally, I think that we think that the static range is where it is and that's not it. And I asked this trainer, I said, look, uh, you know, how many black people come through your classes? And then, you know, this, that, and the other do this. And they didn't really want to do it because the answers were so sad 
that he felt he would be portrayed as, as a racist. racist. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And 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 that's and and I respect him for saying no. You know what I mean? Because sure. he has to protect his brand and 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 all that. But yeah. at the same time, somebody has to address this issue to make others of any race feel more comfortable uh, going to take training. Yeah. You know what I mean? But that's, and, and that's I, the and, thing. It's people like you that just go and do it and don't look at it as right. You know, once people start throwing race into it, then it becomes something completely different. If people just go and do it and not bring it up, and I'm not saying ignore right? because racism is, you know, it's an issue. It's a problem. Mm-hmm. Um, but if people quit m- trying to make it a problem, then it's not going to be a problem. Absolutely. And like I said, that's my, I think that's part of my journey is to help bridge that gap. You know, and yeah. it's funny because for most black people, I'm not black enough as far as in the gun, <laughs> in the gun community. Yeah. And for some white people, I'm too black. You know what I mean? Like, 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 come the fuck on. But let it's just be, you. You're you. Let me be you're, me. You're Jay. You're Argo Jay. You know, you're not right. black. You're not white. You're not Jewish. You're not Muslim. You're, you're Argo Jay. You know, right. you are who you are. And Absolutely. if people, and I'm, you know, I'm Marty, I'm left hand. If people don't like me for who I am, then so be it. You know, that's fine. You know, I'm I'm not here to please them. I'm here for the people who enjoy what I do, how I do it. No, I'm open to criticism, you know, just like the next person. I'll, I'll listen to your critiques and I may not, you know, take them to heart, but you know, but I'll, I'll read them and I'll look at them and, you know, I'll throw it in the trash can, but I am who I am. I'm going to do what I'm going to do as long as it's not to the fact to where I'm, you know, if I'm inadvertently hurting someone, I want to know that, you know, I'm not intentionally going to go and hurt somebody. Right. And, and, you know, and that's my thing, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, sometimes toes get stepped on inadvertently and it's going to happen, you know, it, it, and, and shit happens and you just got to deal with it. Yeah. But I don't ever want to do something that is hurtful to number one. Like I said, first of all, you know, the, the, the main, the main goal is to help further the, the second amendment community, yeah. you know, and I don't want to do anything that's going to hurt the community. I don't want to do anything that's going to hurt individuals. I don't want to do anything that's going to hurt a group of individuals. You'll never hear me badmouth Muslims or, or, or people who are of the Islamic nature. Yes, I do understand that, you know, there, there's an issue with uh, the extremists of that religion, but there's an issue with the extremists of any religion or, or of extremist any, of uh, anything, of, of anything. <laughs> right. So political you know, extremist. Yeah. Absolutely. Religious absolutely. extremists. So, you know, uh, you know, I do like sexual extremists, though. But, uh, you know, but, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> right. Someone my, that safe hurt. Word, far, my safe word is Farfik Nugent. So, you know. Nugent, that's too much. Mine's <laughs> ouch. <laughs> <laughs> but no, man, but seriously, though, man, like, uh, you know, I don't want to hurt anybody. I just want to help. And if, if, if I can do anything to to add to the, po- the the positivity that's going on or if I can do anything to mend what's broken. Yeah. Then that's what I'm going to do, yeah. and that's the bottom. Right on, so. and that's you know that brings up a good uh, segue here to the American Way Conservation Society, which Carl Malone started with um, Adam over there at Palmetto State Armory. You know that's with uh, for our Second Amendment. Those guys started the American Way Conservation Society uh, in hopes or as a program to bridge gaps that you're talking about between the anti-gunners and the pro-gunners. Uh, they're providing a a way that um, they can come together peacefully, calmly, and just have a conversation about what the issues are, so that each one can can better understand the other, and hopefully, you know, bridge a gap. I mean, they may walk away and still have the same ideas and feelings that they have, but at least 
you know, each side is going to come away with more knowledge about the other right. and a better understanding uh, as the way the way they feel the way they that they do. Um, At least the conversation is had. You know what I mean? You can't right. make change if you don't have that conversation. You right. know, so right, and it's gonna be it's gonna be peaceful. Uh, if anybody gets out of hand on either side, you know they're gonna be asked to leave. And what they're gonna do is they're gonna travel all over the United States, uh, and you know, kind of like a uh, town center or something like that. Come to a meeting, break bread together, you know, and then have their their discussions and their their conversations. But their first one that they're gonna have is gonna kick off June third. It's actually going to be in Carl's hometown in uh, Ruston, Louisiana. I believe that's where it is, R-U-S-T-O-N, Ruston, Louisiana. Um, but that one's going to start off with new gun owners and, and kids. So they're going to be introducing uh, new gun owners or people who are wanting to get into the, the industry uh, or firearms for the first time and children. So that'll be a good program. And uh, the AWCS, if you guys want to get in touch with uh, with Adam, or you want more information about that, just contact me at talkinglead at gmail.com and I can get you information, more information about that event that's coming up with, uh, with Carl and Palmetto State Army with the AWCS. Yeah, that's awesome, man. I, I, I would love to get linked up with that, man, and, uh, yeah, and all that shit, man. So, so I know Coleon, Coleon's on board with it. Uh, we got, uh, Chris Chang on board with it. Um, I can't remember who all they are. There's several other people uh, that they've gotten involved with it. So I'm actually going to jump on team two because, uh, cool. like we talked about before, I've got some other things that are going on that I really can't discuss now. But yeah. I will say that it's all about bridging gaps and breaking stereotypes. Uh, and like I said, I'm just waiting. Within the next week or so, next couple of weeks, I'll be able to talk about it. But uh, when that when that uh, when you're ready to talk about it, let me know and we'll have you on because that's going to oh, be that's going to be an awesome project. Oh my God! I, I I'm so excited. If I could be this. a part I, of that anyway, I would love to be able to do something to, to be a part of that. That would be awesome. Yeah, you're, you're not dark enough, dude. No, but no, I'm just my saying. hair is. But ser- <laughs> no, I'm just I'm just playing though. But seriously, man, no, it's gonna be awesome though. But no, I def- I definitely will. And uh, like my I said, we'll we'll black, definitely man. talk some more and we'll we'll get it going on. But okay. you know, if people just stay tuned to what's going on with me uh, on my social media or uh, and give uh, out that face- page again. Oh, uh, uh, my social media, yeah. Facebook, Instagram, YouTube is all the same. It's A A A R G O J A Y Argo J. Um, you can always you can find me there. I mean, I'm on Twitter, but I don't do Twitter. Like things get posted to Twitter via. You know, I don't either. You know, via Instagram, Facebook. yeah. Yeah, Instagram is my big thing, man, because it's 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 the way that I can directly touch and be with the people. You know, I, I answer every question asked of me on DMs or on uh, comments and all that. I'm not that dude who's like, oh, no, I don't talk to people, you peon. No, I'm not that dude. You know what I mean? I'm not that dude, man. You know, I I do this for the people, so I interact with the people. You know, if you're going to be in Atlanta, come see me in Atlanta. I'll definitely be at NRA. Are you going to NRA? I am planning on going to NRA. I've got uh, a couple of things that I'm working on to make that happen, but uh, that is my goal, yes. Are you going solo dolo this year? More than likely, yeah. It'll probably just be me. Yeah, I don't think okay. Pepper's going to be able to go. She's got to work. Okay, well, you, we should link up, man. Maybe stay because uh, my buddy won't be able to make it. But uh, okay, I, I love the NRA show, man, because it's like it, it, it's about the people, man. But and, and here's the thing, you know, I'm not a celebrity. Like I said, I don't do this for fame or for anything. But so many people see what's going on on YouTube, and they and they reach out and they say, "Hey, you're this person or that person." I don't know how to fucking act, man. Like. <laughs> 
I'm, I'm, I'm regular guy, dude. Like, I want to sit down and have a conversation with you, grab a beer. Right. You know what I mean? And, I'm and the guy that just got my ass chewed out by my girlfriend. I mean, who am I? I'm nobody. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not, I'm not that dude. Everybody's like, can I get an autograph or can I take a picture? I'm like, yeah, let's do this. But stop acting like that. You're making me feel weird. Yeah. I feel so, I feel so weird. It doesn't feel right. <laughs> you made know? me feel uncomfortable. So, I'm so uncomfortable, but no, but seriously though, man, like I love it because, you know, that's a way for me to meet the people who actually watch and, 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 and take heed to what I'm saying and like what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. You know, I love that feedback and that interaction. I love it. I live for that. You know what I mean? I mean, that's what I am when I go to, when I go to SHOT Show, when I go to NRA, I'm a groupie, man. I'm there to see everybody else. And, and hang out and have a good time with everybody because I'm like, there's there's Eric, there's Argo, there's Coleon, there's you know, there's Gabby Franco, there's you know, everybody. You know, I'm, oh, I'm just man. a groupie, man. I'm just Dude, there's glad to like be the day it. that I actually I, I've I've been by and and, and shook uh, Hickok's hand and all that, but the day I get to hang out with Hickok is going to be probably the day that I uh, oh, I yeah. pass out and shit. Like that is an I mean? awesome but, experience. I can tell you firsthand. <laughs> yeah, man, he's and he's such a good dude, though. Man. Him and he's John both. Um, his son, you know, John, he's doing comedy now, stand up comedy. Is he? Yes. Can you Didn't imagine that? that? Yes, he's doing stand up comedy. He does it mostly uh, local here in the Nashville area, but I think he travels around does uh, does some That's, stuff. But I, I don't know if I'd want to go to his stand up show just because you'd have to. Almost break your neck to look up at the stage. Well, you want to sit back. You want to sit in the back row. (laughs) Yeah, let's just sit in the back. You know, I never sit in the front row at comedy shows anyway. I learned that the hard way. Yeah, you can take the Yeah, yeah. exactly. So I I got roasted at a comedy show in in, in Los Angeles one time. So uh, You learned your lesson, yeah. And it was a televised comedy show. So, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it should have went out nationally, and I got roasted. So, oh, man, yeah. I don't even know if you can Google it, but uh, it, you know. Because it was just some unknown comedian, but he was funny as shit, and he let me have it. Like I had locks at the time, and uh, he called me Lennox Lewis and all kind of shit, man. Like, <laughs> like he just went in on me for some reason. Dude. I'm sitting there with you this girl locks? trying to be cool nice. and shit, and he fucking just went in on me. Like, so, dude, you got to get a wig or something and, and bring the locks back. That'd be. Oh awesome. uh, no! I'll, if I wanted my, I'd, I'd just grow them back, man. I, I miss my locks sometimes. Uh, you gotta, you gotta wear them at NRA, man. Find oh, I, I'll do that. I'll fuck people up. They'll be like, "Who is that dude?" Yeah, Go, he's, incognito. he's a boxer. He's like, he's some MMA or, fighter. <laughs> in, incognito, like <laughs> incognito. <laughs> but uh, yeah, nice. All right, let's get on to the next segment. Now it's time for the talking lead fight to fight the myths. And Argo has a really good one. We've not had this one before. Argo, what's your talking lead fact to fight the myth? This week. The fact that real concealed carry guns, and I mean like small guns, cannot be accurate. Uh, you know, like your your P238s or 938s or your Glock 42s, 43s, things 27s. like that. You know, I hear people talk about this all the time in the shop and all that. Oh, you know, they're not really accurate. Well, that's kind of bullshit. You know what I mean? I call it bullshit. Mm-hmm. Um, I understand that they're not made for target shooting. There's a you know point I mean? of and, diminishing returns. Right, yeah. right. You know, and they're not made for like competition shooting and and things like that. But we're talking accuracy. You can be accurate to a certain extent out to you know certain yardage with those guns. Yeah. Hell, I've seen somebody who's a real shooter. Our, one of our instructors at the shop. This dude can shoot. I mean, I've seen him stack bullets with a fucking Glock forty three. I've uh, seen him stack bullets 
at at uh at, at, at almost fifty yards. So you bring up Hickok, that, you know, we were talking about Hickok on his video, I and mean, he's got that long gong that he's always shooting at. Mm-hmm. And I've seen him with little smaller handguns ping that thing at I don't know how far out that is. I think it's uh two hundred 300? Oh. I don't know. I can't. I don't know. Hey, baby, that's a, that's a pretty, pretty, pretty dog you got there. Oh, there's my boy. He come in to see me. That's Oshi. He's a good boy. Did you wake up? Did you? Wake good up? lord, that's a pretty dog. I want one. You got to get them, man. Great Danes are the best. So, so, so compact guns. <laughs> Just kidding, right. Guns, sorry. Uh, all right. So, so let's talk about it. Um, so the, we were giving the, some examples of you know people that that are able to be accurate with a short barreled pistol shorter bear pistol mm-hmm. i carry a glock 27 uh and a 23 i mean they're both one's mid-sized one subcompact mm-hmm. but you know the, the main purpose of this the smaller the subcompact guns is is concealability and care you know to be able to carry them right most of your encounters are going to happen within you know arm's length anyway those guns are more than enough accurate in that distance for what you need them absolutely for. absolutely you know they're i mean and like you said you can take them to the range and you can put it out to you know 50 feet 100 feet and those things are still going to be accurate enough mm-hmm, mm-hmm. for you know and i got a i got a buddy that the hell at 50 yards was a damn near stacking rounds you know right. what i mean yeah exactly so, but that's the thing you're not you're not buying these guns for competition guns if you're in competition and uh, you show up with a you know a 27 or a you know a um uh, short-barreled um, Springfield or something like that, subcompact Springfield, you're going to get laughed off the circuit, man. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. It's just that's – that's if you want accuracy and you're in competition shooting, there's guns for that. If you're in personal protection, that's why there's so many different ones because everybody has a different need. You know, they have a right. different need for carry. You know, what works for you doesn't work for me. You know, Absolutely. Uh, you being a school teacher, I mean, I'm sure they probably don't allow them there in, in Wisconsin anyway. So, I mean, you – Right, you know. So, <laughs> you know, but, you my, know. oh, I don't. Oh, you don't want people to know your teacher? I'll edit that out. No, 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 no. I'm talking shit. No, I don't care. People know that. Like, but uh, okay. you know, but, you know, I I even did a video on carrying in schools and shit like that. So I'm, you know, yeah. if you want to see that video, definitely check out my page. I talked about carrying guns in schools, but uh, uh, which is another issue and topic that we could talk about all day. Yeah. But uh. But no, I mean, I think the major takeaway, though, from, you know, these smaller guns, these concealed carry guns uh, not being accurate, I think the major takeaway, excuse me, <clears throat> I think the major takeaway, though, is it's all down to mechanics. Yeah. Again, training. it all boils down training. to the fundamentals, training. Training, training, and getting those mechanics down, you know, because it is possible to be accurate with these guns. Stop preaching that these guns aren't accurate. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? What you need to say is these guns aren't made for competition shooting or for any precision type, you know, shooting. Or but, what you need to uh, say is you're not accurate. Yeah, oh, right. <laughs> right. Look, I, look, I train with, uh, with Michigan, uh, Michigan Defensive Train, M- Michigan Defensive Firearms Institute, MDFI. And their class is called "You Suck." It's not the gun, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, like, the, you know. And Trek is a hell of a trainer, man. He's a hell of a dude and a hell of a trainer. And uh, I mean, that's the, the truth because it's only going to go where you point it. Absolutely. And if you don't have the proper mechanics uh, to do this, and I'm grabbing a this is my son's training gun. It's a it's an airsoft gun. Okay. Um, but I mean, if you don't have the proper mechanics. And I wish you guys could see it, but I'm actually demonstrating trigger pulls and and how it affects the uh, 
the way the gun moves. Yeah. You know, and you don't have the correct trigger pull and mechanics, and that was me actually negligent <laughs> discharge an airsoft gun in the house. I thought you but, farted. No, <laughs> but, I, but I intentionally did that. But uh, did, I, did you mean to do that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. But no. Check your pants. Though, if you don't have the proper mechanics, man, it's no gun is going to work for you. No uh, gun is going to work. And it, for and it goes into sighting them in also. You know, having good sights on the guns. Too. Absolutely. Just you taking know, one out of the box, they're typically not going to be sighted in. Can't. No, the best sights for, you know, what your, you. your your needs are. Right. You know, I, I'm not a big fan of 100% changing everything, you know, all these aftermarket parts. But there are some aftermarket parts that I do change out my guns to. Like, I do change out my triggers, you know, and I do change out my sights. However, I generally leave everything else factory yeah you know or stock so yeah and that's you know that's a good point so um great fact to fight the myth there and i was just going to pull out mine um i've got a trigger in mind from apex tactical have you ever used any of their triggers what that's yeah. my go-to trigger company nice yeah we got the same one yep Bam. That's my that's my go to trigger i wish you guys could see that i have the uh, <laughs> front set uh the front sets here uh, in my Glock and all that. I have one in my M&P. Um, I, I do like, uh, I haven't put one in because I don't have a Gen 3 and I'm waiting for a new shipment from CMC triggers. The new CMC Glock trigger. Have you had a chance to play with that? I haven't. No, I haven't. Not yet. Oh, I got it. Oh, you know what? We got to make that happen, bro. Yeah, we got, definitely. They, they, they do have an offering in, uh, uh, Gen 4 and in, in Gen 3, uh, for whatever gun you're going to shoot. But I mean, that trigger Gen is something three, badass baby. too. I like the Gen 3s better than the Gen 4s. I just don't like what? back. I don't like back straps. I don't like interchangeable back straps. See, I do because I got huge fucking hands. Right. So, and I understand you know, that. I, I swallow guns. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I got little elf hands, so uh, yeah. it's not a problem for me on the. But Can I like. We edit the I like fact to. That I just said I swallow on. You yes. Know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I'll edit that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I am not going to edit that, man. That's staying no. in. <laughs> but I like to stipple my uh, grips too. I like oh, them I, stippled. Look at this. I don't know. I wish you guys could see what we're talking about, but because you can't see, look how clean this shit is. Send me, this is uh, gun, by the send way, me so. pictures and I'll post them on the uh, the show notes. Uh, they can look at my uh, Instagram yeah. too. That's just like look mine, my, man. I did the same thing. Look at the clean job on that. Check it out. This one, this one is done by uh, Landers Weapon Systems. My brother Garrett, my brother from another mother, Garrett Landers. See, and I, I don't, I don't do finger grooves because I got big ass hands and they oh, always I love the finger land. And I do finger. the uh, the Dremel up and get a higher perch under the trigger guard. Yep. I Dremel that out. I Dremel back here to get a higher perch on the the back too. Yep, me too. And, you know, uh, but I, I, I do that professionally. But like, if you look at uh, I do my and own, we're sitting baby. here going through guns. Uh, I got I cleared that one. This is my uh, VP9, and I just kind of did my own uh, adding. I added it up here, just a little higher yeah. on the VP9 because it's not there. And then I added a little bit here for uh, my thumb purchase. Yeah, you know. But uh, no, definitely. You know, they're definitely they're definitely uh, after market modifications that need to be done to some guns. Yeah. I in wish order to Sig make the most effective. You know, Sig so. was more. Uh, um, you were able to, to stipple SIG grips because you can't stipple a SIG grip. You can't? Because they're metal on the, the back of the oh, front. See, I'm, I'm thinking like the, the 320. The 320 you can. Well, but, the 320, yeah, yeah, the P226. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, no. I love that gun, man. I, I love too. that gun and I hate that gun, man. But uh, I love it, uh, man. I put a Hogue yeah. grip on it. I like that. Yeah, it works. Right. Me. 
and then that's and that's grippy enough. But you know, there's some things that can be done. There's some like there's some aftermarket grips where you can uh, you can grab a stipple. You can put a stipple yeah. on a little bit. Like uh, man, my go-to my go-to grippy stuff, camel form. Okay, okay. And for those of you out there that 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 want to add grip and you don't know how to add grip and you really can't afford uh, a, a custom job or don't know how to stipple yourself, dude, the one of the easiest things you can do is go down to your local skateboard shop, yeah. buy a roll of skater grip tape. They come in different grits, like sandpaper. Uh, they come in different grit weights, <clears throat> and they have, they have an adhesive backing. You know, add some skater tape to your gun, man. Yeah. It'll definitely provide you some grip. But there are some companies that do make uh, pre-marked, pre-cut uh, grip tape. You know, so it fits your gun specifically. Mm-hmm. I forgot what the name of the company is because I hate grip tape now, but I stipple. Yeah. But uh, you know, but definitely, I mean, that's a cheap option. I think a roll of 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 uh, you know, like a roll, a two foot roll, and because it's it's meant to cover the deck of a skateboard, so it's about two and a half feet long. You know, I think that costs you know anywhere you from five bucks. You do all your grips to, for that, right? Exactly. You know, five bucks to seven bucks because it's a long sheet. Yeah. You know, and get them in whatever colors you want, DMA whatever. AR grips. You know what I what I'm starting to do is uh, on my ARs, uh, the Magpul because I hate Magpul grips. Don't like them at all. Hate them. I love them. But I saw somebody stippled one. I was like, ah, that makes you see sense. Mine? That makes sense. Lander's weapon system did mine, and ever since then, like that's that's dude. Garrett Lander's is the man, hands down. There are a lot of companies that uh that that do aftermarket work, and it looks good. It's all right. You know what I mean? Like, you got, like, Zeb and all that. Dude, personally, I think he's killing every big name on the market. Like, he's killing. Like, you got to check out his work, dude. Like, yeah, you know. What's his website? You know his website? Uh, Landers Weapon Systems. Okay. Check him out. Landers Weapon Systems. Oh, my God. You can check him out on Instagram, Facebook. You know, and this dude is not just, like, you'll see. He goes and trains and runs the shit out of his guns. You know what I mean? And puts his own work to the test to make sure that it functions. Like, I've never seen Garrett put something out that he hasn't tested and scientifically vetted himself. You know what I mean? Like, right. and actually put it to the, put it to the, through the qualifications, man. Like, Garrett Landers, dude, LWS, LandersWeaponSystems.com. Absolutely. Right now. And so, uh, and he, and, and he's a, just a good dude. He's a young brother. I mean, he, he's not a brother. Like, he ain't he's black. A brother. But. I mean, he's, 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 black he's and whites can be brothers. Come on now. Right, right. You know, when I say brothers, sometimes <laughs> I have to check myself. I'm like, you know, what do you mean? But, you know, because that word bro gets gets thrown around so much. But I definitely consider him my bro. You know what I mean? I love him to death. Yeah. He's got an awesome family. You know what I mean? His wife's great, man. But, no, I love his family, though. I really do love his family, dude. Yeah. And his son has a badass name. His name's Cash, man. Like, that's Cash. a badass name. Yeah. Yeah, so. Cash Landers. Uh, yeah, man. So, he's a, no, he's a good dude, man. And he made, and like I said, his work is not as expensive as like your agency arms and you know your big names in the in the industry and shit like that. Right. So it's not definitely it's definitely not going to break the bank, you know what I mean? But uh, he does good work. He just does it. It's worth paying the price for quality work, yeah. you know, and especially if it's functional, you know. So he does seracoding also. You can get a uh, a full yeah. size pistol for one hundred seventy five. Your slide for eighty five. Your frame for ninety. Uh, yeah, he does he does good work, man. You know, he does really good work and he's yeah, it's clean. very meticulous. It's super clean. Yeah. Look how clean. Look, oh, you, uh, you're looking at it. Look how. Dude, Cerakote, dude, like I mean, this, everybody's familiar with Blown Deadline. I mean, they do just awesome Cerakote work. But yeah, I mean, his Cerakote shout work. Shout out is, to Mike. He's a good dude. Yeah, his Cerakote work is, uh, I mean, the ones he's showing on here is as good as theirs, it looks like. 
Oh man, no uh, offense, blown deadline. Uh, Love you guys. No, I, I, you know, I deal with uh, a couple of different Sarah coders, uh, but only one really does my work. But I, I support Garrett. I support uh, blown deadline. Um, but my guy is is Zach, and he'll he'll forever at uh, Weapon Works LLC. He'll forever he'll he'll he will forever be my guy. Uh, that dude stepped up when I was in a pinch, uh, unbeknownst to me, and you know donated some money and helped raise money for my uh, my son's mother when she was ill uh, to help us out, man. Like uh, and and awesome, I'm, I'm a pretty loyal. Is he dude. out of Colorado? He's out of North Carolina. North Carolina. Okay. I think I met I think I met them in uh, Colorado at a a thing there one time. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if he's ever been out there because the dude is always working. He very rarely travels. Okay. Maybe not. I mean, maybe somebody else I'm thinking of. Uh, but he DP Custom Works. These are dudes who do all kind of good. I'm familiar with DP Custom Works. Yeah. yeah DP Custom, uh, Jaeger Works out of Michigan. Uh, I mean, these dudes are some of the best. You ever in the do industry, any Terran Tactical? You ever do anything with them? I have not. I do. I do see some Terran stuff. And in fact, there was a Terran Tactical gun that was featured on the new show that i'm stuck on uh 24 legacy mm-hmm. kind of picked up jack bauer left off if anybody was a fan of the 24 series uh there's a new show called 24 legacy uh a young black dude is playing a, an army ranger uh and he's trying to stop some jihadists from uh blowing up the country and uh in one of the episodes there's a terran tactical gun and mm-hmm. i actually got a screenshot of it so if you want to see it you can definitely see it on my uh facebook page i mean on my uh uh instagram page you know nice. it's a tactical and it's cool you know the custom glocks have made it into the main to the big screen now oh you know, yeah they're not they're not just doing you know standard glocks and all that you know well, it's got to custom to be to be current. john the john wick movies have uh helped, oh, helped the firearms too man they, another, another shout out to terran tactical you know yeah. so yeah that have you seen two john wick two i've not dude you gotta go see it it's awesome I might go see it tonight if I. Oh no, I'm going to bed. I'm, I might go. I, I don't have to work Friday, so I might go see it tomorrow night. So, um, is your next travel NRA? Is that when your next travel is? Uh, my next travel for a major trade show is NRA. I think I'm trying to go to Michigan to uh, visit my uh, good friends at at uh, Dakota Tactical. Okay. Prior to that, I don't know if that's going to work out. I may have to reschedule some things and uh, go after NRA. I was gonna say but, if you uh, ever if you ever find yourself traveling down this way, let me know. We'll hook up. You got a place to stay. You're always welcome here. Oshi would love love to have you over. Oh, he, <laughs> he looks like he'd love to eat me. Yeah. <laughs> like, he likes he's to a big cuddle. Boy. He likes. To oh cuddle. man, he's like six four on his hind legs. He's. Oh god, I love Great Danes, man. Is it true what they say about their hearts and all that? Well, it's it's more their hips. They get the hip dysplasia. You know, oh. they get so big. So uh, as they get older, I gotta watch his weight because he's like 185 right now. He That's weighs, a big dog, dude. He weighs almost more than me, but uh, I mean he's not fat, you know. He's just he's just a he big, looks lean. He's just a big boy. <laughs> is <laughs> but, he still pretty? Is he old? Yeah, for a Great Dane, yeah, he's uh he's he'll be eight this year, and usually you know nine, eight, nine is you know tops. But I mean he's in he's in great shape right now. He's doing really good. I had his dad, and his dad lived to be. Uh, I think he was about nine. He got the hip dysplasia, but he was the same way. I mean, he was in great shape, feeling good, and then just one day his hips went out, just boom like yeah. that, and then he couldn't he couldn't move anymore. Yeah, people don't realize how dogs become such a part of the family. They're oh, they're man. they're your other children, man. My like God. They are. it was the hardest thing I ever had to do. Put yeah, him, put him down. It was the hardest thing I ever had to do. Trust me, man. So, uh, but yeah, no, man, I'd love to come out there, man. Uh, you know, if you're ever up here, we got a ton of 
we got a ton of gun companies up here, man. We got a ton of. I good know, gun man. Companies. I got to make my way up there. I may be coming to Michigan um, next month. I think it is for a golf tournament for FLIOA, the federal law well, enforcement guys. I'm a golfer too, man. So, uh, uh, oh, cool. I'll send yeah, you. Got... Uh, I'll send you the flyer, man. Okay. I, I don't know if I'll make it, but you know, but. You can no, pass it on to your years. pass it on to some of your sponsors. They might want to uh, get involved. It's it's for FLIOA, the Federal Law Enforcement Officers Association. Awesome. They do a lot of good work for uh, for our police men and women. Okay, definitely, man. Like I said, but if you're ever out here, man, I know everybody's like Wisconsin's cold. Everybody from down south, it's cold. Man, I like cold. I like cold. Screw everybody. I'd fucking hate it. And I we live got here. cold right <laughs> now. I mean, the coldest it's been has been like the last couple of days here. We got some snow and. Uh, you know, people are like, oh, it's supposed to be spring. Why is this blah, blah, blah? Like, you got snow. How much snow did you guys get? Nothing. I mean, it just snowed a little bit. I mean, there was oh. like, it peppered the ground a little bit, made some white, and it was gone within two hours. So. Oh, man, yeah, fuck that. We just got 11 inches yesterday. That's so awesome. You know what I mean? That's fucking awesome. <laughs> but uh, it fucking sucks, man. Like, But no, but it's, you know, it, it, it is what it is, man. Uh, you know, we got some really good stuff up here. We've got some great firearms manufacturers and some great companies up here. We got Bravo Company. Midwest Industries, American Defense is up here. Uh, I, just, I need it, to make a road trip up there. Man, I mean, so, I'm yeah, all I'm all for it. Let me know, bro. We'll uh, we'll do it. Vortex is up here, man. Oh, uh, that's who I got to get in touch with is Vortex. Oh, see, look, see, man, look, I gotta, I'm Team Vortex, bro. Hell uh, yeah, yeah, we got some cool people up here. USCCA is up here in West Bend. I don't know if you're familiar with USCCA, mm. uh, the Concealed Carry Association. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, mm. You know, and they supply uh, do. For all you listeners out there, all my lead head, fellow lead heads, man, you got to, you know, we can't just own firearms. You got to protect yourself because in the event that you have to use your firearms or your firearms get stolen, you definitely want somebody behind your back. It's it's too much of a burden to bear on your own, you know, and uh, USCCA is definitely a company that uh, will help you with that. They, they provide, they help you and they provide uh, firearms insurance and the coverage includes theft uh includes um you know in, in case you ever have to go hot on somebody uh defense, you know and that's, legal defense yeah it, legal defense you know i think it's like up to a million dollars in 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 legal defense or something like that yeah i uh, could i could be misquoting the, the actual price but i mean it's 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 astronomical and it's 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 something that is worth it you know what i mean like we carry guns i, I mean at least i do i yeah. carry guns every day you know like as i'm sitting here talking i'm playing with my home yeah, defense we, rifle. Yeah. You know what I mean? We're like, playing with guns as we're talking. Right. So, uh, that's just you know, part of talking lead. That's what we do on the show. Right. Right. You know, and it's, um, it's a badass rifle too, but, uh, you know, and it, it, but it's real though. And that's something that people neglect all the time. You know, we need to, we protect ourselves by having these firearms, but then we need to protect ourselves from the aftermath of such. And the things that people don't even look into and don't even understand is, like, let's say I go to work one day, like how my guns were stolen. Uh, and luckily, I got all my guns back that same day when, that, when my former student uh, broke into my house and stole my guns. But let's say he would have used that gun in a crime. I could have been held liable. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and people don't realize that, yeah. you know, and, and, and that's why you need protection. And I'm not plugging the USCCA just because, you know, I mean, I don't even work with them, first of all. I don't even work with them. I don't even have a contact or anything. I just know the value of it's having just that good, insurance. Smart move, yeah. I mean, it's yeah. part of being a good, responsible firearm owner is get protection, get insurance, Absolutely. get insurance. I was just talking to my insurance guy the other day. 
mm-hmm. about insuring mine. So. And here's the funny thing, though. A lot of major insurance companies will drop you if you're a firearms owner. People don't know that. Mm-hmm. Like if you have or your rates home, will go up. Yeah, or your rates will go up. You know what I mean? But some will actually drop you if you have to use your firearm. So understand, you need to protect yourself uh, in case you have to use your firearm or in case, God forbid, somebody steals your firearm or something happens yeah. in the home. You know, this is just it's just a smart, responsible thing to do. And there are several companies that do it. NRA provides it. If you're an NRA member, you can definitely get it through the NRA also. Right. Uh, but the USCCA, I think, is probably right under them. Uh, and you definitely need to check them out. Very so. cool. Good tip. Argo, greatly appreciate you being on, man, taking the time and sharing uh, all the new things you got going on. Awesome stuff. Uh, the Skill Set Magazine, Barnes & Noble, right? Yeah, definitely. You can catch them at Barnes and Nobles. They're at every Barnes and Nobles throughout the country. Some have already sold out, so you might be too late. Uh, they, they will be on shelves until April. So uh, issue one will be on the shelves until April, like 5th or 6th or something like that. So uh, definitely check out Skillset Magazine if you like badass shit. Now, do they have a website, Skillset Magazine? Uh, they do have a website. You put me on the spot here now. Yeah. Can you get a subscription? Well, <laughs> right I'm getting asked, can people get a subscription? Go ahead and subscribe to it. You can definitely get a subscription. You can sent right you to your doorstep, You can definitely get baby. a subscription. Yeah, I, I, you know, I love that. But definitely just look up uh, Skill Set. Uh, we've actually got a pretty cool podcast, too. Um, you know, we, we just did Travis Haley. We did some other people, man. Like, uh, And this is Jason Suarez. When I say we, I mean Skill Set. Yeah. But not me. But, uh, you know, so there's definitely some uh, cool stuff going on. Just Google Skill Set uh, Magazine. Cool. And I'm sure everything will come up, and you can uh, look it up there. And if you live that alpha lifestyle. The new YouTube channel, definitely. The A-Game, coming soon. Yeah, you can definitely check out the new show. It's going to be called The A-Game, um, and it's going to feature on my current YouTube channel. I'm not starting a new YouTube channel. Um, and you can check that out um, and me anywhere on the net at triple uh, A-A-A-A-R-G-O-J-A-Y. And uh, that's my YouTube channel. That's my Facebook. That's my Instagram uh, handle so you can get me at any of those uh i mean even twitter even though i don't use twitter um too much yeah. uh you know but uh you can catch me any of those uh avenues via that it's argo j a a a r g o j a y very cool and uh hopefully i'll make it to nra you and i hook up maybe we can do some uh some Facebook Live or Instagram Live or something like that. Some feeds. Oh hell yeah, hell yeah, man! While we're down, there. I think that would be real badass. You know what I mean? What would have been awesome is if we'd have done that shit while we were at the bar. <laughs> we had some, I, I, well, I was we had doing some... Instagram Live. Were you bar. really? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was doing. Dangerous. I was doing Instagram Lives maybe uh uh once a day from from Shot Show, man. But I think I was shit faced the whole time. Right. And, uh, <laughs> And then, uh, and then, and plus, I I think the the boogeyman was trying to jump on my back, man. So, you know, shot you, show eight. Were you with weird. me when I ran into Joe Rogan? I was not. You had just you just ran into him before you. Uh, we met up at the champagne bar. Oh, so, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hugged it out I, with Joe Rogan, man. I wish I could have met Bro Rogan, man. Like, uh, I heard he's a really good dude, man. He's yeah, really he good. was. He was fried though. <laughs> Was he? Yeah, he was fried. <laughs> oh, man. Plus, pot is legal in, in Nevada, too, so he's a big pothead, too. Yeah. It's no secret. No, secret, so. he does it on his show all the time. Yeah, Yeah. so, you know, I'm sure he was probably, he wasted his shit, man. <laughs> yeah, man. But, uh, well, cool, no, man. man so they can definitely check me out at Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, 
Um, I'm working all on over the place. Now. All over the place. And I'm then when you get that new that new um, project that we can't talk about yet uh, underway, we're going to have you on, and we're going to talk about that because it's going to be awesome. Definitely, man. It's a it's a clandestine black ops project. You know. What I mean? <laughs> <laughs> so you know, look, and if you if you knew what I knew, like that'd be funny to you guys, but probably not. <laughs> but yeah, so it's a definitely cool project, man. I can't wait to uh, be able to talk about it and uh, some pretty some pretty big names in the industry and just in general uh, working with me, man. And I and I you know I, I want to thank everybody ahead of time for helping me and working with me. Because these people are working with me for no money and they are just doing it to help the cause. You know what I mean? Like, we're just doing it. So uh, it's, 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 it's going to be fun. It's going to be badass, man. Do so it, definitely check it, out Skill Set. Check me out. You know, check out the A-game. Uh, hit me up on Instagram. Come see me in Atlanta. If you're going to be there at the NRA annual meetings, uh, April 27th through the 30th, I believe. So, yep. yeah, come is. have a beer with me, man. I'll, I'll definitely have a beer with somebody and, and all that. Just don't ask me for any autographs or nothing like that. No, Tell I'm joking, him you're leadhead and he'll buy you a beer. I will not <laughs> buy you a beer. <laughs> They'll probably buy you a beer, though. Oh, no, no, Leadheads yeah. are, are known to buy beers. Hey, I'll definitely buy beers, so I'm not like that, man. I'm just, <laughs> yeah. Very I'm cool. from Wisconsin, man. I'm from the home of beers, man. Like so, be to be able to buy beers, I need to uh, thank our sponsors, Frontier Tactical. Check these guys out at FrontierTactical.com. Frontier Tactical is your multi-caliber firearms expert. They have a new line of rifles that you guys are going to want to check out: the FT15 line, and uh, these things are going to be awesome. You can go to their website now; they're available. Go ahead and put your orders in. So they're called the FT15 line. And uh, each one of these is going to come standard with their Warlock multiple caliber system. That's right. So right out of the box, you're going to have multiple caliber capability with these bad boys. For that reason, every AR pistol and rifle that Frontier Tactical sells comes from the factory with three important multi-caliber upgrades. The lower receiver is marked multi-cal for all AR-15 cartridges. The upper receivers come from the factory with enlarged ejection ports. For future use of big bore cartridges. So how would you like to take that 5.56 and be able to shoot 450 Bushmaster, 458 SOCOM, 50 Beowulf? Well, you can do that with Frontier Tactical's line of ARs now, the FT-15 line. And they've got free float versions, they've got pistol versions, and they've got rifle versions. So go check them out at FrontierTactical.com. Modern Spartan Systems, for all your lubrication needs, cleaning and lube needs, go to ModernSpartanSystems.com. They're going to have everything you need to keep your firearms clean and accurate. They've got their Spartan Systems Accuracy Oil. They've got the grease. They've got the carbon destroyer. Uh, they've got the lens cleaner. And uh, they even branch out to the automotive industry where they've got some products for your engine. Uh, it's my understanding that these guys are actually testing this out with some NASCAR uh, guys, so uh, they're really putting it to the test. But I've been using it in the lead sled, like you guys heard me talk about uh, here several months now, and uh, I'm approaching 300,000 miles. Uh, I expect to hit that probably by uh, the end of the NRA, so uh, I'll keep you posted on that. ModernSpartanSystems.com. X-Steel Targets, the most affordable, best AR-500 steel targets on the market today. And uh, these guys are having a, a great sale right now. Been running it for a few weeks. I've been making some posts on social media 
alerting you guys. If you don't have or haven't shot AR-500 steel targets, you need to get some. Uh, like I said, these things are very affordable, especially because of the use that you get out of them. I mean, you can shoot these things forever and ever and ever, pretty much. There's nothing like the sound of hitting steel, that positive reinforcement uh, when you're on target. Uh, they can custom make targets for you. They have a, a wide variety of existing targets like the Texas Star, the Dueling Tree, uh, all kinds of silhouette targets, hunting, etc. Check them out. XSteelTargets.com. X Steel Targets. Cobalt Kinetics. Uh, you've heard me talk about Cobalt Kinetics quite a bit. We've had their three gun shooting team on the show. Uh, Rick, Nick, Kalani, and Keith. Uh, these guys are just tearing up the three-gun circuit, still continue to do it. Their rifles are made for accuracy. They're chock full of all kinds of patents, uh, new features that you don't normally get on a typical AR. Go to their website, check them out, cobaltkinetics.com, and uh, check out that Chris Kyle tribute collection that they have. Chris Kyle the Legend. It's a collaboration between Cobalt Kinetics and Allegiant Rifle Works, benefiting Chris Kyle Frog Foundation. Individual guns are offered as well as a complete four-gun set. Well, that's cool because I thought it was just a four-gun set. So now you can get the individual rifles on that. And uh, they are uh, hashtag badasseriness. So you guys need to definitely uh, go to Cobalt Kinetics uh, website. Check those out. They've got the Signature Series, the Chief, the Glory, and the 300 Blacked Out. CobaltKinetics.com. Glock, the official carry of Talking Lead. You just heard me and Argo talk about our Glocks. Um, those things are tanks. Uh, you can't hurt them. It's damn near impossible to, to destroy those things. Uh, but again, all the enhancements that are out there and available for the Glock, probably one of the most versatile uh, gun systems there are out there. So uh, make sure if you're not, if you've never shot a Glock, go to your local range. And most of them have them for rent. You can rent one, try it out. And uh, see how it works. It may be for you, may not be for you. Uh, again, but, you know, that's what we preach on this show. Try it out. You won't know until you try it. Everybody's different. Everybody's got a different taste, a different light. But you can't go wrong with a Glock. Make sure you guys go and support Sheepdog Impact Assistance. They are an organization that helps support our military and law enforcement, uh, emergency service men and women. Uh, they've got a wide variety of support services available uh, to them. They are helping to battle PTSD and uh, keep these guys in action. So they organize disaster recovery missions across the nation, get retired military law enforcement, emergency services personnel involved in those missions and helps keep them active. And then of course they organize uh, all kinds of events pretty much every month. They've got something going on every month like a Spartan race, or a skydive or scuba dive uh, adventure. So um, go support those guys. They're doing great work. Sergeant Major Lance Nutt, he was on a couple episodes ago uh, giving us an update on that. Uh, SheepdogIA.org. And as always, Leadheads, keep your loved ones close. And keep your firearms closer. As long as they fucking fire. <laughs> <laughs> no, definitely, though. You gotta keep those things closer. Like I keep my Bravo company close. There you go, and uh, make sure you get your uh, coverage from the what is it? The concealed carry. Uh, USCCA. There you go, USCCA. USCCA. Yep. Protect your protection. All right, guys, we're out of here. Peace.